Welcome to Box Press Radio. It is the 10th of July, and I am Dan. I'm Andrew. I'm Angela. And I'm smoking a Christoph Lajero Maduro. What about you guys? Well, I have finally got my order of Lafinkas I was talking about in the last episode. Nice. We didn't end up getting them until Tuesday, like they said, which is fucking bullshit because it comes from North Carolina. It doesn't take that long to get here unless you guys are dicking around with it, which they pretty much were. So, yeah. And again, holiday weekend, I suppose I should have expected it. Yeah, I was going to say it, it probably uh, would have showed up on Monday, but there was the holiday. Mm-hmm. Well, normally if I order on a Thursday, it gets there by Saturday. But because of the holiday and everything else, I think they were just jerking it around until, you know, that way they didn't have to deliver until Tuesday, you know what I mean? Right. Figures. I live. I live. I'm not smoking anything. (laughs) You live because you're not smoking anything. That's right. I'm living because I'm not smoking anything. Are are you drinking? I I haven't even taken a ship. Ship. (laughs) Yeah, wow. Apparently has been drinking. (laughs) I did take a swig of rum earlier. What kind of rum was that? (laughs) It was really cheap rum. But (laughs) I I have been in the heat all day, too. Yeah, no Sweating, and and yeah, I've had a lot of fluids, though, so I've been trying to keep myself alive that way. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm drinking a Mad Anthony Good Karma IPA right now. I have Kraken. He has Buffalo Trace. Yes. I I also have Buffalo Trace to finish off later. Mm. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they also had a... uh, I went and watched the UFC fight last night Mm -hmm. at a local cigar shop. Well, a semi-local cigar shop. And uh, they had a Kristoff deal going where it was buy three, get one free. And I figured I may as well buy four, essentially, um, since I didn't have to pay for the fight and it was still cheaper. So I got like four cigars for like 30 bucks. I thought that was pretty cool. Hmm. Um, The first one I had last night, though, like I they always want to cut your cigar there for you. And I'm going to just tell them never again, Mm -hmm. because every time they fucking crack the, the wrapper. Yeah. Every single time. And I'm just like, I'm not going to tell you, like, no, give me another one, because it's not that big of a deal usually. Right. But, like, they managed to crack it all the way down through the binder. Nice. So, like, right where you're, like, trying to smoke the cigar, it's got, like, a fucking flap. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, (laughs) motherfucker. So I was just like, I'm not ever letting them cut a cigar again. Yeah. And they use some dull-ass generic cutting tools as well you say one of those like cheap plastic like giveaway ones yeah they they have like the two dollar retail price cutters that they use and i was just like if you're gonna cut people's cigars at least good use good products you know fucking savages yeah pretty (laughs) much um but uh the fights were pretty good i was i was shocked it started out with three knockouts and uh the main event was Misha Tate that beat uh, what's her face um, Ronda Rousey and uh, I might be wrong about that she might have lost to her um, no she won because she had the title yep um, that was she, that was uh, Rousey's first defeat too so 
Yeah, she got her uh, shit pushed in mm-hmm. and choked out with a bloody face. And yeah, I uh, saw the pictures earlier. I was like, damn, well, revenge! <laughs> yeah, she pretty much just acted as a human punching bag with her face. Um, so it was pretty rough. And then uh, Silva also fought, and he looked real old. Um, granted, he took the fight on, like, two days' notice. Right. Um, which is stupid as shit anyway. Like, you're off the juice, you're fucking almost 40, and you're going to take a fight in two days' notice with the world heavyweight champion? That's probably the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Like, he must have needed money real bad. So... I was going to say, it's, it's kind of like Jaws. Either he's very smart or very dumb. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, you could see some of his skill coming through, but he didn't stand a chance without the juice and, you know, no camp. I mean, he basically got off the couch and, you know, got on an airplane. Yeah. So, I, you know, it was kind of... It should have been the co-main event of the the night, but instead it just turned into a beating. Um, And it wasn't even, like, an exciting beating. It was like, I'm bigger than you, and I'm going to lay on top of you and punch you in the side of the head for fucking 15 minutes. I was going to say, again, it's kind of like, you know... It it reminds me of that robot chicken sketch. It's like, world's most one-sided fist fights. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Boxer Um, gets out, punches the shit out of a guy in a wheelchair, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that was essentially what happened. (laughs) Yeah. Because um, if you remember, like, that's actually really on the nose. He's the one that broke his leg during the fight. Yeah. Uh, they had that disturbing video where you could see the bone snap. Yep. Yeah. That's um, disgusting. Yeah. So between that and no more uh, performance-enhancing substances for the spider, he didn't look very good. Like, the spider was back down to two legs. Yeah. Um, so it was it was rough and honestly like the only big downside of the night is that store has a pretty pretty toxic crowd and I was a little bit irritated because I overheard a couple of them talking about your mom's house podcast. Mm-hmm. Um and they apparently are big fans and then they proceeded to be pretty much super homophobic ignorant assholes. Um Pretty much everybody except for me and the guy that was working there um, was apparently only there because of the Kristoff event, which seems strange to me because that's not, like, something I would go to for that only. Right. Um, And they were just, like, hanging out, you know, making the generic ignorant comments about, like, oh, look at that, a couple of guys laying on the ground humping each other, you know, and just every variety of that statement you could think of you know while driving a beat up pickup truck yeah i was gonna say you know yeah there are a couple of guys laying on the ground humping each other why don't you go lay underneath him and see how how good you like it (laughs) yeah and then you know and then they proceed to commentate on the the girl fights um you know about how you know they they'd fuck the shit out of that girl and i'm like i'm pretty sure they they would beat you to death um with one hand maybe with no hands maybe you should shut up mm-hmm. and it's just like i i can't even um it, it's kind of a bad crowd over there like it's rare that i say that about a cigar shop but man i i don't see myself going back there like it was worse than going to like a buffalo wild wings for the fight because at least those people are fans of some sort 
Right, and they're not going to make the stupid comments. Yeah. Well, that and, like, it also kind of pissed me off because they said they were having the fight. Mm-hmm. Turns out they bought it on a laptop on someone's personal account and plugged it in with an HDMI cable, um, which doesn't usually give you audio. So we had to listen to the audio over laptop speakers. And it was only on one TV. That really sucks. So they effectively stole it also. Get it together, you idiots. (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, that was a real shit show. Like, thank God the card was really good and the fights were really good. If you were closer to town, you'd have probably been better off going to Rudy's. No, actually, you would have been better off going to Rudy's. What am I saying? Yeah, I I would have loved to have. Yeah, I would have loved to have driven to Rudy's. I just, I couldn't do it. Right. Um... You know, I, I could not afford the, the two and a half hours in the car each way. As it was, I didn't get to bed until two this morning, so. Hmm. Well, at least you had somewhat fun anyway. But... Yeah, I mean, it was fine. And they ordered pizza from a local place that was incredible. Yeah. Um, imagine deep dish pizza, but only because it's a thin crust pizza. With so much topping and cheese, it becomes a thick crust or like a deep dish pizza. It was it was ridiculous. It was really good though. I really like a lot of cheese, and it had really good sausage on it. So it was just kind of like it was almost a calzone without the top layer of bread. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I would imagine a lot of people would think it was awful. Because it was, it was a little bit soggy. I would have preferred a crisper crust. Say, so generally, I'm more of a, I'm more of a New York style pizza guy. So, let's well, so am I. But it was a nice change, yeah. and I only ate like, I think a slice and a half, basically, that were the size of like, you know, uh, I don't know, your wallet. Yeah. You know, like no more than two, two wallet size square slices of pizza. And I was fucking stuffed. It was really, really good. It was almost like a, like a pizza lasagna. Yeah, sounds sounds kind of good though. But yeah, it was different. It was it was definitely different. It was not traditional pizza, um, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. So that was uh, that was my my weekend event that I did. Um, I have one other thing, but how was you guys' week? Well, I mean, I pretty much worked, um, you know, the usual. <laughs> well, and uh, a CasaCon happened. I mean, we got to talk about that. Obviously, there's the interview, but yeah, I want to hear about it from you guys, too. Well, yeah. I mean, it was really, really good. Um, granted, I felt really out of place just because I haven't watched or really enjoyed much in the way of anime probably in the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years. I mean, at least since I was in... Sorry, my child is awake. I'm putting her foot in plates. Anyway, <clears throat> but I mean, I I haven't watched anything since I was at least in like college or whatever, because a bunch of my friends in college were big into it. Right. So I felt really out of place because I'm like, I have no idea who most of these people are supposed to be cosplaying as. Granted, it all looked awesome, but I have no frame of reference for who they're supposed to be or anything, you know. Right. So, I mean, like I. I've heard of Attack on Titan. I've seen pictures, but I haven't watched it. But I, I got that one. But like the rest of them, like I have no idea who these people are supposed to be. <laughs> you know. Well, and I saw your uh, your group photo with the uh, character from 
uh, Evangelion. I thought that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, she actually won. Uh, they had a, a masquerade, which is kind of like a, a prolonged costume contest. So it was sort of a, you know, I mean, it was cool because they actually had like a costume contest where they came out, did like three poses across the stage, and then went off. Oh shit! Not to not to interrupt you, but this is important, mm-hmm. kind of. Apparently, so right before we came inside and start started recording, like a dozen emergency vehicles like flew past my house, uh-huh. and apparently someone drowned in the lake like a block from where I'm sitting right now. Um, yay, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure up. what to do right now in this particular situation. Well, it's, it's fucking weird, because, like, Ashley and I were talking about the weather and how there was a small craft advisory, and I was like, yeah, I'll be shocked if nobody drowns this weekend. And somebody fell in the uh, water at Lake Stop Michigan. Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds bad, but no, like, we were... <laughs> you know, it's weird, I was standing in the yard trying to catch a Pokemon, um, and all of these emergency vehicles drove by. So you're trying to be like uh, the girl that found the body in the river, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, that was oh, the- that's that's fucked up, man. I I was waiting to hear if if it was just like one of our elderly neighbors, you know, hit the life alert because that happens about once a week. Oh uh, yeah, they're actually they just drove back past my house with their raft. Mm. Um, and no sirens on, so that's not good. Yeah, but somebody yeah. drowned. Um, but yeah, um, anyway, anime convention. Yes. But when we first got there, we were looking for Caitlin first, and she was pretty busy. Um, so they gave us our passes uh, to walk around with. So we. Oh, good. So after we got our passes, we end up like sweeping around and, and looking at all the different little, uh, things that they had. Cause they had it pretty much every room, every, uh, convention room, they had something different, which was really cool. Yeah. It was kind of the same last year. If I remember right, they had like the, the gunpla room and then they had the video game room well, and then the, the, the shop thing. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, exhibition the, hall was the the big shop thing, which was really fun. Yeah, that's always my favorite part of conventions, honestly. It's like walking into the world's best nerdiest store. Yeah, but everything's super expensive. See, now that's that's why I like the big conventions. When you go to like Gen Con and C2E2, those are the ones where everything's super cheap. Because there's so many people, and they know they're going to sell the volume. Yeah, I mean, like, the one thing that I was like, there was a booth selling Funko Pop characters, and they had a couple of the Overwatch ones there. Nice. Which, granted, was kind of nice, because, like, the Soldier 76 one that you can only get at GameStop was there. However, it's, like, 25 bucks. Right, which you can buy for, like, 11 at GameStop. Right, exactly. So it's like, I'd rather do that instead, because... You know. Yeah, like if you're gonna have expensive Funko Pops, they better be the shit that's out of print and hard mm-hmm. to find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or something that is literally exclusive, like you had to go to the Funko Pop factory to get. You know. Yeah. Well, either way, I mean, they had some pretty good like sellers in there. Um, they did have one. I guess there's another convention in Evansville that was there, kind of like promoting themselves. Yeah. 
which was kind of cool. They did like a little raffle. We got like a water bottle and a wristband and a sticker and stuff. They were raffling off. The big thing that they were raffling off was a pass to their convention. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of it was just, you know, free stuff. Yeah. Cool. It wasn't bad. I mean, then we ended up finally getting a hold of Caitlin and we got to sit down for an interview. Um, She made us a drink afterwards, which was cool because we were talking about drinks because it's like, well... You know, we are a cigar and alcohol podcast as well as entertainment, so, like, what do you like to drink? What do you like to smoke, you know? Right. She apparently likes the Maker's Mark cigars because she only gets to smoke once in a great while, and she's like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, you know, good, you know? Yeah, if you're going to smoke something, smoke what you enjoy and feel free to spend the money. Right. So she she was like, yeah, so if I do, I have one of those, and then we were talking, she's, we were talking about how, you know... She's more of a whiskey and scotch girl, and of course her and Angela hit it off because scotch. And I was like, I'll just stick with the whiskey. <laughs> I'll have yeah. scotch every once in a while, but it's not something I go to. But, you know, we but sit... She and- was pretty cool. We we talked about a lot of things outside of the interview. Um, Which I'm sure that'll be spliced in here somewhere that we'll... Really- yeah, we'll, we'll take a break, and that's where I'll insert the uh, interview. Um, but we talked about a lot of things after the interview, like while we were having our drink and stuff, and um, we have like a lot of stuff in common, which was pretty cool. Um, she's really a cool person, um, and I think most of the people that we met at the convention were really cool people. I was going to say, the entire day I was there, I did not see person act like a douchebag yeah i was i was impressed with how friendly everyone was Mm -hmm. and it's a small con so it's it's kind of a tight community and i i got the impression most of them knew each other right like even though like i didn't know most of the characters and stuff like nobody was gonna lord that against me either you know i even like in during the interview i was talking about it too it's like you know if i were to come and do cosplay a i want to do something a little bit simpler than the ghostbusters get up that i was doing at the time um you know, I'd rather do something like now. Let's talk about like Speed Racer, and it's like that's the problem though. Is like me, anything that I would cosplay is quote unquote old now. You know, like if I was gonna do like it'd be like Speed Racer or Eight Man After or Dominion Tank Police or any of that kind of stuff from anime. You know that I that I enjoyed watching like Helsing and stuff. It's old news now. Yeah. Now every but that's the other thing that kind of annoyed me too is it's like I like anime, but I don't really get into like the Japanese version of the CW stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. I mean, they, they had a few people doing it. I mean, granted, everybody did an awesome job with the cosplays that they did, but on the other hand, it's just like, oh, why does everything have to be cutesy garbage? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, there were a few decent... Like, I know I did see one Sword Art Online guy, so that was cool. Yeah, those are always a huge deal. That and uh, Attack on Titan... When yeah, I go to conventions, of- I see a billion of those. That and Deadpool. There is a guy dressed up as a big box of Pocky. Yes, that I is. saw a picture. That was really funny. I always like those costumes. The only thing is, though, he kept walking around like a penguin because of the box. So he's like, That's kind of like, funny. Yeah, it was kind of funny. I'm like, I would get so pissed off after doing that all day. They're like, God damn it, I just want to bend my knees once. Yeah, that's like one of those costumes you wear for like an hour and then go change. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, I'm thinking about next going next year, actually, after going. And it's like, I do want to cosplay, but I want to do the old school stuff. Cause yeah, I just actually sent you a thing on Facebook. Um, I, 
I've definitely 100% decided on my cosplay for Gen Con. I was debating between a uh, terrorist from Counter-Strike, like the old school Counter-Strike. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> and, well, I mean, it wouldn't. it's not even that weird of a costume. Like, it's urban camo pants and a black t-shirt. Right, but I'm just um, saying, like... And then you put the ski mask on while you're on the show floor. Um, but uh, that was dressed as Green Arrow that we were kind of like, which one was he? Yeah, it was, well, it's like, on one hand, he kind of looked like Hawkeye. And then on the other hand, he kind of looked like Green Arrow. And I wasn't sure if he was trying to, like, meld the two together. And then I started looking at it more, and I was like, he looks more like the new 52 Green Arrow that was kind of a douchebag. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, apparently he was Green Arrow because we ended up finding him. Like, he was, he was a part of the uh, masquerade deal. Which, yeah. that was fun to watch because it got to see, like, a bunch of the really good cosplayers go up there. They had, like I was saying before, they had, like, a, a costume thing where you came up, you did, like, three poses across the stage, and then you went off. And then they had a section where people got to do skits. So, like, there was one that was actually a, a skit with three people doing something from some anime. Yeah. And uh, then we had... You know, they which is actually really good. It was really funny, even though I'm sitting here going, I have no idea what's going on. All I know is that there are girls playing boys, and they're supposed to be gay boys, which makes this even weirder. You know, yeah. it's almost Shakespearean, um, literally. But on top of that, they had people sing. Like, oh, weird. Yeah. Well, well, some were good, some were bad. Some had, um, you know, I mean, not bad, like terrible, but just like they weren't, you know, polished or whatever. But they did really well. Some people made up their own lyrics to, uh, guessing a song from the show. Yeah, they all did really, really well. I was I was pretty impressed with a lot of the work people went into with everything. Um, but there was one guy that did win an award too, who did. Um, I think it was like a necromancer from. I think it was from Shovel Knight or something. It had like this weird, like plague doctor style mask. Oh yeah, it was a couple, right? <clears throat> no, well, or there were two of them. There was only one that I saw. Oh, weird. Great. There might have been another one in the con. Yeah, because they posted a picture of those. They were green, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they went up and did. he did a thing about learning to dance or something, which I haven't played the game, so I have no frame of reference, but it, it was pretty funny. Uh, so they had a lot of pretty decent skits and everything, and people went through a lot of effort, and it was really amazing to watch. Um, the people that won also were really awesome. So, I mean, that was partly the part where I'm sitting here thinking, if I go next year, I'm going to cosplay, I'm going to do old school because these kids need to know their roots. <laughs> so I was debating, like I even mentioned in the interview with Caitlin, I was like, I wanted to wear, you know, I was thinking either Speed Racer, like the old school Speed Racer with like the blue polo, you know, because that's a, one, it's a very simple costume, it's not very it's comfortable. It, it'd be comfortable, I can always take the helmet off when I need to. Whereas, like, after a while of wearing that Proton pack, I'm like, damn, I want to put this down. <laughs> you know, and, you know, I was thinking that, but if I'm going to go, like, grandiose crazy, like, I think the best one I would want to do would be, like, Captain Harlock. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I really want to do a uh, Judge Dredd. Yeah. But I know I have to buy the helmet because I can't make one. Like, they're too, like, nice. Like, they're, I can't get that level of detail that I want. Right. And I I just don't have 100 bucks to spend on one component of a costume right now. Right. That's why but I like the way... That's I'm, like my dream costume. That's, the, that's why I'm looking at it, like, right now is, you know, kind of doing it piecemeal, like getting one piece at a time. You know what I mean? 
And even then, like, I did find somebody who listed a Speed Racer costume, like, all the different components you could find on Amazon, and they were all fairly cheap. So, I mean, yeah. the, only, the only thing is it would require a little bit of sewing here and there, but I know, like, Angela can do patches. You know, it's funny. I was going to, like, over the weekend, I was sitting there thinking to myself, I need to learn how to sew and, like, contemplating going to Joanne Fabrics for an old lady to teach me. Well, they do that, but I think it costs, like, 70 bucks. Which is a little bit. Oh well, I would find somewhere where they will teach you for free. Right. Yeah. Um, or watch it on the internets. Yeah. There you go. YouTube, man. YouTube that shit. But no, I mean, like, it was a really awesome con. I mean, like I said, in a way, it's kind of given me a little bit of the bite of wanting to go back and watch anime. But the problem is, if I do, I'm still going to want to go back and watch the stuff I'd seen before, especially now because, like, you know, with Angela, like, she's not really watched much in the way of that kind of stuff. So it'd be kind of like. You know, kind of like when we watched Star Wars, it'd be like me going, yeah, this is awesome, and her going, huh, I'm learning something new, you know? Well, I think if you, like, you know, went to some of the stuff with humor, that stuff holds up. Or if you go and watch some Miyazaki films, like, to, you know, kind of get get the interest up. Those are an easy entry point, because they're just so fucking good as a film anyway. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, even then, like, you could still start off with, like, you know, like, I even, like, I showed you, um... Because I was talking about other costumes and stuff, I showed her uh, uh, Lupin the Third. Yeah, that that's something funny and humorous, even though again it's, it's kind of dated. But I mean, yeah, but it's still great. Right, it's a great entry point. So yeah, I mean, I still I go back and watch Gundam Wing every year, and I'll watch a few episodes of Dragon Ball Z, and I watch Outlaw Star just about every year. Right, which that one, you know, I do have that one, but it's all on. Uh, it's on disc, but I can only watch it on a computer because it's, like, media player encoded or whatever. So it's like I can't, like, burn it to DVD and watch it on a DVD player. So I'd have to watch it, like, on my computer here. But, I mean, I still have a copy of it, which, like, we were talking about at the Big Smoke with uh, Richard. It's like it's, you can't buy that DVD anymore unless you pay, like, a shit ton of money for it because they don't print it because there's legal issues and rights issues right. and all that stuff. Yeah, I I also watch uh, Outlaw or not Outlaw Star. I already said that um, Cowboy Bebop about once a year. Yeah, which that one's another good one to go into because it has the right balance of hu- between humor and serious. And yeah, it's kind of I I really did enjoy uh, um, the fuck is it? Well, I enjoyed Attack on Titan. That was pretty good, but I really did like Sword Art Online. The first season of that especially was fucking incredible. Like, that's what I hope VR becomes. Yeah, well, it's like a lot of the stuff, like, you know, some stuff, like, I mentioned 8 Man After, but most people haven't seen that. Like, for some reason, I got lucky back in the day when Sci-Fi Channel first came on the air, and they used to do their, like, their anime, like, their anime weekends or their anime nights or whatever, and they played, like, a whole bunch of anime. Like, I got to see, like I said, Dominion Tank Police, 8 Man After, yeah. Akira, you know. All yeah, the- Akira was great. And, uh... Vampire Hunter D... Yeah, and Ghost in the Shell, you know, like those original movies are just fucking unbelievable. Yeah, they're unbelievably good. Um, And even today, like the stories are fucking just great. Um, But uh, yeah, so I I wanted real quick, I wanted you guys to take a look at the link I sent you. Yeah. Um, I wanted to hear your thoughts specifically on the aviator cap and the goggles because I'm going to go as a steampunk mechanic. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, for Gen Con, so I wanted to see what you you thought of the pilot's cap. Well, it looks I like it because it's got that sort of like pre-distressed look. Yeah, 
Um, and the price is right too for being seven bucks. Granted, sometimes you'll see a picture like that and it won't match up. Well, the reviews were pretty good. Yeah. And I think it even it might have even had. Uh, it had an option to have the goggles with it for ten ninety nine, which isn't bad. Yeah, but I think uh, what I was trying to say is there's a few pictures in the reviews. I think. Yeah. Which you know that works too, but I mean like uh, so far I think everything works. Um, my only thing is you know you got the aviator cap and the wings, so are you like an airship mechanic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like a steampunk airship mechanic. Okay, that works. I yeah, mean, think like think like Leviathan esque. Right, know. right. Like um, um, Guns of Icarus, yeah. Yeah, or even you know if you want to go to to like uh, you know the actual Leviathan books, mm-hmm. um, you know with the walkers and you know mm-hmm. that whole deal, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean um, everything looks good to me. Um, I know nothing about space. Wow, steampunk! You're but done. <laughs> it looks good to yeah. me, but I mean that's just me. Yeah, we did see there was a uh, woman there who actually did her own steampunk thing. Yeah, she made it all. It's all like handmade or homemade. right. It was her own custom creation deal, which was pretty cool. She had like a winged pack on her back, which she could actually like open and close the wings, which was kind of cool. Although I do have the issue where it's like. The problem with me is, like, when you do jetpacks and steampunk, you kind of, like, for me, it's kind of like you're, you're straddling the line between steampunk, diesel punk, and then there's kind of, like, the tertiary offshoot in between, which would be, like, da Vinci punk, you know what I mean? Right. So you have that sort of, like, and that's kind of like, I mean, it was cool. I'm not saying it was a bad thing. It looked awesome. She was in that masquerade as well. Looked I don't great. understand how that fit with anime. Is anime like steampunk? There's been a few anime. Yeah, there's. I mean, there is a literal Steamboy anime. Yes, that's, I was okay. just going to mention that. Yeah, there is one. I mean, that's, and it's good. I was confused about, and I forgot about it afterwards. Yeah, but I mean, either way, it's just like, like that's the thing though. Even though it's primarily anime heavy, I mean, we were there as Ghostbusters. I mean, outside of yeah. outside of like the original real Ghostbusters cartoon. Yeah, it's, it's really just a place for people that want to dress up to be able to go dressed up. Yeah. Well, then they had uh, the one spider chick with the fuck. Uh, uh, Silk, yeah. Silk. There was, a, there was a girl there dressed up as Silk, and two of our, well, one of, well, one of them is a friend of ours from the, the Fort Wayne Ghostbusters group. Um, he was there. He was walking around downtown in his Spider-Man outfit with his buddy that was in another Spider-Man outfit, and they just happened to walk into the lobby didn't actually attend the convention but just sat down for a second we were talking to them for a while and then this girl walks by wearing a silk outfit and they're like holy shit somebody did silk <laughs> nice like that's cool you know and then they got pictures and all that so yeah i was like that's cool but i mean there's there's plenty of crossover appeal for you know even regular comic book guys although like he like the guy who was dressed as spider-man was saying like there is a crossover, but sometimes it's kind of like a weird love-hate relationship. Like some pe- like sometimes comic book fans and anime fans get along, but by and large, sometimes they don't. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe it's because they like reading their comics backwards. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, I mean, we had a good time. I definitely recommend. You know, if you're a geek in general, it's fun to go to. If you like anime, it's even better for you. Right. You know, you'll get a little bit more out of it, especially again if you've been watching anything in the last ten or fifteen years. You know, even then, like I said, I love the cosplays. Everybody did awesome jobs with what they, you know, with what they had. 
you know, and on the other, you know, even though I'm sitting here going, I have no idea what any of these people are from, it was still fun to, to check out. And the booths were fun, the panels were fun. The, the masquerade was great because the judges went off to go judge. And we were in there for, what, a good 20 minutes before the judges came back? Like, almost a half hour? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it, it was great because the, the three hosts they had were just like... Well, they did, they did a game at first where the people that they picked out of the audience had to go up, open up a 20-ounce Mountain Dew, and drink it without using their hands. Huh. So it's kind of like stupid human tricks, but it's something for them to do while we were waiting for the judges. They got done with all that. And they were like, okay, we still need the stall. So they were kind of like coming up with other shit to do. And they did kind of like a whose line is it anyway party thing for a minute. You know, and then they're like, okay, we still need the stall. And then after a while, they're just, they just like were giving up and just being silly. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. I mean, that's what you do. Oh, yeah, but it's just funny. They're like, Jesus, how long does it take these guys to deliberate? Like, come on. Right. It can't possibly be this hard. But yeah. that was probably the most entertaining part of the whole masquerade, really, was just watching these guys kind of flounder, because they're like, we were only supposed to be out here for like five or ten minutes. We, we're out of material now. Yeah. It's going to make this shit up as we go. Yeah. Um, they also, which was really funny, they also were, uh, through the whole masquerade, they were like, the two hosts were just mm-hmm. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and they had... Uh, a chair. They're like, go to the what was it? The chair of shame. The yes. chair of shame. <laughs> yeah, okay. and then there was a moth that was in the in yes. the whole thing, this and moth it kept be flying down. Now. They're like, it's the moth, everybody, and they're doing stupid like. Um, they had uh, a, they had an audience Bible passages to the moth that yes. was hilarious. But they had a they initially had an audience poll for the. Uh, Convent, like for the masquerade thing, where it's like you know, vote for who he liked or whatever. And there was like a bunch of people voting for this moth. <laughs> nice. And I was like, this moth is like has absolutely no idea what's going on. I'm just flying around, flying into the light bulbs. All I'm doing. Wow. Not doing anything. I, all I know is I know there's probably going to be at least five people there next year dressed up as moths. <laughs> yeah, most likely. And that's cool. Like it's nice to have their own little thing going. I swear that the moth won the People's Choice, but yeah. they couldn't give the moth an award. So. Yeah, it's kind of hard to give a moth an award, especially when the award is like 12 times the size of the moth. Like, here's your plaque. Oh, God. <laughs> but um, we... I was going to say something else, too. You never did get your Jaws poster, by the way. No, I realized that today, too. I saw it with, There was a guy selling posters, and he had a Jaws poster for 8 bucks, and I was debating about getting it. But then I was like, if I got it because it was one of the ones that was actually mounted to cardboard and sealed and everything, yeah, I didn't want to get that and then end up carrying that all through the con. Like, It's like, let's wait till after we leave. And then like by the time we got done with the masquerade and stuff, we were kind of like, we need to go. We need to pick up the kids and make dinner and all that stuff. Because we hadn't eaten since... What, noon? Yeah, because <laughs> we went to Flanagan's at noon. Right. And then we got to the con around 1.30. Right. So it's kind of like we hung out there like all day until about, what, 8 or 9? It was least. 9 when we left, yeah. Yeah, so. But, I mean, it was fun times. I mean, granted, there were some times where I was, like, honestly, I didn't expect to be there that long. I figured we would have gotten bored long before then. But, you know, when after we had the interview with Caitlin, she was like, look, if you guys want to, like, come into the masquerade, I'll make sure you guys get good seats and stuff. And then we're like... Yeah, let's check this thing out. Sounds cool, you know. Well, so, we end up having to stay around to five for that. Uh, for the raffle, the too, raffle. yeah. And then we stood and talked to the Spider-Man guys for mm-hmm. a while. Um, yeah. And then it was, like, time for the masquerade. We're like, fuck it, let's go to the masquerade. So, I know, yeah. 
Yeah, so we did that, and then the masquerade was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, That's cool. But yeah, like I always like looking next year. Next year, Dan, we gotta go. Yeah, together. All three of us. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I I really wish I could have, but my grandma's shoulder replacement yeah, just we, like it's not an option. Right. It we did sucks. mention that, and you know, Caitlin did send out her you know warm wishes and whatnot for that. Because it's like, yeah, he would be here, but his grandma just had, you know, shoulder surgery and she's having some issues. So he needs to be there on standby in case she needs to go to the hospital or whatever. So Yeah, which has happened like three times. So Yeah, I figured as much. So, yeah, but either way, next year, hopefully things will, you know, the stars will align and whatnot. And, you know, yeah. anyway, I know we probably will try to see if we can go again because it was a lot of fun. I'm debating. If All I'm right. So, so serious question time. Yes. I got to buy a pair of overalls uh-huh. to wear for my steampunk mechanic. I'm going to go short sleeve because the con that I, I'm going to wear it to 100% for sure is in August. Right, so it's going to be warm as hell. Yeah, but it's going to be hot as shit, especially with a fucking like, fur aviator's cap on. Right, yeah. Um, so I'm definitely going short sleeve because I hate long sleeve anything anyway. But I'm I'm 99% sure I want to go with, like, a khaki-colored overall because I want them to get a little dirty and kind of greased up a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say... But I wanted to hear your thoughts on the color. I think the khaki works, actually, um, because, again, if you're, like, in my mind, like, thinking about it kind of like in a role-playing aspect, it's like, you know, like you said, it's going to be hot, it's going to be muggy, I mean steam steam it involves you know burning hot coals to make steam to begin with so you don't want to wear really heavy colors really heavy wool or linen you know you want to have something fairly light fairly light colored so it doesn't absorb a lot of heat so you know especially if you're a mechanic you're going to be down in the bowels of the ship anyway so you don't want to like sweat yourself to death and suffer heat stroke so like a khaki short sleeve color would work very very well um what I would do personally, like, for the costuming idea in my head would be, like, one, I would take it outside, find the muddiest patch of ground you can or, the, or just the dirtiest patch of ground you can and just, like, throw it down in there, step on it a few times, get it really good and dirty. If you've got some charcoal from, like, a charcoal grill, rub that shit all well, over that. So we're going to get into this a little bit more in a few minutes, but I have a plan okay. where I'm actually I'm going to go wear it while I do some blacksmithing yeah. at the local steam museum. Yeah, I was gonna say you went to the steam museum thing. So enough about. Yeah, let, uh, so sorry. I wanna I wanna take a break real quick because I wanna go get some fucking ribs. Okay. And then I'm gonna insert the interview, and once the interview's over, um, we'll be right back, and I'll talk about my trip to the uh, steam museum today and our train ride. There you go. All right, train so I'll be back. Train ride. Just train ride. There was no wreck. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> we we rode on an actual steam powered train. Yay. Um, but yeah, we'll be back in like five minutes, guys. Enjoy the interview. Yep. Okay, so Dan is not here today, but it's Angela and Andrew. Yes. We're at, say the name, I can never say it. Icusicon? Icusicon. Okay. See, I never I can say I just had the it. emphasis in the wrong syllable. It's cool. Okay, <laughs> so we're at Icusicon. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Right. And we're here with Caitlin. So introduce yourself. Tell us what you do here. Okay. My name is Caitlin Patrick Nichols. I am the relations director, which means I'm in charge of all the public-facing parts of the con, marketing, PR, bringing in the guest talent that we have to sign autographs and meet with the attendees, that kind of stuff. 
That's cool. Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> it is. It is. It's um, roughly 20 hours a week. I was going to say, considering we had to kind of pull a lot of teeth in order to get to this point. <laughs> yeah. Dates, yeah. We're like, um, we need Caitlin. They're like, Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah, Caitlin. I Where's Caitlin? Oh, I've okay. been <laughs> off the floor and on the floor and talking to people and in meetings since uh, noon on Thursday. And I was saying, initially we planned to be here a little bit earlier today, but things just didn't work out. We ended up going to Three Rivers last night, late night. So, sleep yeah. happened. Yeah. So I miss sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I have the opposite problem. <laughs> <laughs> sleep happened, kids happened. We're like, we just don't want to be adults today. So. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so tell us what, uh, so it's been going on for 10 years. It's been in Fort Wayne for 10 years. We, we moved here in 2007, so this is actually the 10th convention, okay. and next year will be the 10 year ah, anniversary okay. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Okay. But uh, it was established in 2003, originally in Cincinnati, Ohio, oh, okay. and then we uh, outgrew the space there, weren't able to find a comparable space that um, we could move into moving up, so we moved to Fort Wayne. And it's actually gone really well for us. That's good. Well, this is a big convention center. It so. is, and it's gorgeous. And yeah. the entire staff are incredibly helpful. They're wonderful, and they love having the attendees and things out. I was just actually meeting with some of them today, and we were talking about how interesting it is to have this conference in the midst of a lot of the other conferences that they bring in that are mm-hmm. mostly sports events and that kind of stuff and then you have this with all of the kids in their wild costumes. Right, yeah. yeah, you got everybody coming in in suits and ties for normal like, you know, salesman convention things and then all of a sudden you got weirdos like us in Ghostbuster costumes running around. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Pink hair everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. This is what I call the convention where I feel normal. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm here with no hair. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got all the crazy hair. But, um, like, we come and everybody's, like, basically, like, you know, just out there. And that's what we are. We're kind of out there. People kind of look at us funny in normal settings. Mm-hmm. Normal, quotation mark settings. So. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the best thing about this is that it's... It, brings a lot of different people from a lot of different genres together because mm-hmm. from what I gather from anime it, bl- it takes something from just about everything and blends it together it really does I mean anime has all kinds of genres stretching mm-hmm. from your children's all the way up to uh, of course pornography right um, yeah <laughs> a psychological horror yeah so. mm-hmm. yeah I mean I like even it. though even though it's more on the tame side like I know one I'm familiar with is, for that is like uh, Helsing it's pretty pretty crazy <laughs> yeah uh, particularly if you watch the ultimate series yeah which, <laughs> yeah if you like lovecraftian horror <laughs> yeah, yeah. So i'm kind of into hentai porn so, yeah you know. it works i don't know why i just think it's it's awesome yeah. um well if you happen to stick around late tonight we're actually doing a mystery hentai theater yeah but... i was reading that downstairs earlier <laughs> yeah, the, the that'd be like that around midnight to 2 a.m so. Going, so. Well, interesting I don't know, man. <laughs> Might have to contact the babysitter and be like, uh, we're going to be here for a while. <laughs> but in general... Um, we paid her already. She's fine. Yeah. I was going to say, in general, though, it's not just about anime specifically. No. It's about other... Like, yeah. It's basically like... It kind of has a smattering of Japanese culture, I'm guessing, in general. Yes. Um, okay. We... 
by all of our taglines are a Japanese animation, gaming, and pop culture convention. Okay. We do cover a lot of historical culture as well, and every year we make sure that we have a martial arts demonstrator. Mm-hmm. Um, this year it is uh, Master CM Brown covering Warengo. Okay. And he actually also used to work in the comic industry mm-hmm. and doing fight choreography for film. Okay. So he's doing all kinds of things, incorporating his demonstrations into how it works with comics and film mm-hmm. and things. It's very interesting. Yeah, well, I was going to say, it's not so much anime, but like for comics, I know like uh, James Obar was inspired by Iggy Pop's mm-hmm. shirtless stage you know, presentations and the way that his bones and ribs and stuff look. So when he drew the crow, he took inspiration from that. So yeah, exactly. I can see where the... the anatomy slash martial arts kind of would play into that mm-hmm. but that's pretty cool um, I know you've got a lot of different panels and things going on not just that one but um, I know like uh, if those those of our listeners out there um, who really like Gundam Gundam Wing all that stuff they're probably next year <laughs> going to have an entire room that's just Gundam because apparently from what we heard before coming up here they are multiplying <laughs> oh yes um, and it's interesting to see it multiply quite to the scale mm-hmm. last year was when we began the uh, Gunpla Builders Showcase, mm-hmm. and we had exactly one entry throughout mm-hmm. the weekend. This year, we got a new person managing and coordinating that event, mm-hmm. and we have a table full of entries that then had to be moved to a larger table, <laughs> and our workshops have been well populated, so it's mm-hmm. nice to see that that is growing and expanding. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the thing, too. Like, How much has it really grown... I mean, I know you said you outgrew the space in Cincinnati, but like, how much has it really grown? Like, what? Like, is there anything that's been completely brand new added in the last five or ten years? Like, um, something that wasn't there before, kind of a thing. Well, something is like a lot of things have been fluid mm-hmm. and, and changed back and forth. Uh, I've only been working for the convention since two thousand nine, okay. so I can't really speak to much of the earlier Early days, years. Yeah. Um, I do know when I began in programming, there actually was a department called New Events, because um, I was department head of it for a little while, uh, and its entire purpose was to come up with new events every single year mm-hmm. and test them on a two-year probationary period and then bring them in as signature events. It's so, how, based on how they did, yeah. Yeah. That has now gone away completely into uh, the style we have now is they have these large events such as the Gunpla Builder Showcase or our Pokemon Gym Championship mm-hmm. where they each have separate coordinators for those events that manage it and bring in a whole staff just for the, each event. Hmm. So for ones that are interactive and run the entire weekend long, that's what we've really seen a lot more popping up of mm-hmm. is instead of events that are just a one-time show, mm-hmm. they start on Friday and they go all the way to Sunday. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So much to Andrew's dismay, how how big is the whole Pokemon Go thing? Oh my! Um, <laughs> we have to we all have, you have to, to go do over is get it. on Facebook. It'll be, it'll, it'll be self evident. <laughs> well, quickly. let's let's preface this with saying that our our convention has always had a very large Pokemon fandom turnout. Mm-hmm. There are usually at least two panels just submitted by attendees where they're like, "Hey, we want to run a Pokemon panel." We also have 3DS meetups mm-hmm. that are scheduled in our gaming room that are almost entirely Pokemon. And since I have been here, <laughs> I got here at noon on Thursday and immediately found the other staff that was coming in on Thursday on Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. scoping out the convention center. Apparently there's a gym down there. Mm. <laughs> so 
Nice. I, at one point, we did have a running bet as to how long it would take before someone walked into a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if that's been resolved yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it, have we figured that out yet? Give it time. Give it time. Yep. Yeah. Give it time. <laughs> I'm waiting for the one where somebody walks into another con goer that are both playing Pokemon Go, and they both lose their phones and pick up each other's phones. And <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like be... the beginning of a romantic comedy. Exactly. That's, that sounds, that sounds or good. Or serendipity. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> Sounds sounds like a good plot to me, but you know, even though I'm not a big Pokemon fan, I mean, I do like anime, but I'm very picky in what I do like. And I'm much the same way. Because like, I like Initial D, mm-hmm. which is more Korean based, but I like that. I like Cowboy Bebop, Outlaw Star, Eight Man After, you know, like a lot of the classics. You're, like yeah, that. you're yeah. like me. A lot of the somewhat older stuff. I mean, right. I don't want to call it older because. I yeah, don't I know. Feel that old. You don't <laughs> want to admit it. that you're old. Yes, I know. We're all sitting here like. God, everybody here is a kid. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. why I was sitting downstairs <laughs> thinking next year, instead of putting on all this gear for Ghostbusters, I should just come as like the original Speed Racer. Because all I need is like a blue polo shirt, some white pants, and then it's like, yeah, but then I date myself horribly. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, who are you supposed to be? Like, yeah, never mind. exactly. <laughs> never our, mind. Our staff would love you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. We'd be like, Speed Racer. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to do that weird, like, pose <laughs> that he does getting out of the car at the beginning. <laughs> But so, for you personally, mm-hmm. what do you enjoy about doing the con? Mm-hmm. Um, con. There we go. It, for me, like, very obviously, as you can see, I've kind of got the bags under the eyes. <laughs> I was mentioning earlier that I haven't slept much. Um, it, it all ends up being worth it on Sunday and just seeing all of our attendees happy. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure, I mean, you guys have said that you're outsiders, you're the nerds. You, <laughs> you know what I mean when I say when we were younger, right. we were the ones that nobody talked to and we didn't have a whole lot of people that were into the same things as us. Mm-hmm. And these kids are the exact same way. And right. we're providing a place for them to have that at that age. Yeah. And I would have loved to have that at that age. Right. So, right. so being able to help with that is the best part of it yeah because i mean i know downstairs when we were in the in the exhibition room we had people behind us that were coming up because they were asking about somebody's hat (laughs) and it was like a very cute but kind of awkward social situation because she was asking and but she was like really afraid of like coming on as creepy it was kind of it was it was cute (laughs) in a way but it was also like (laughs) oh you know but I mean, it's cool that they have the, a place where they could be like, "Hey, they got a hat from this character my brother loves." You know, it's like I want to ask them about it, exactly. and, and things like that just kind of merge from there. I mean, we've had a few people stop us for pictures and interviews and stuff while we were down there. And I mean, oh, did you get um, Abraham uh, Para? I believe he's doing the um, it, uh, the documentary for Fort Wayne Access. I think if so. he's the one yeah. dressed up as NCR from uh, Fallout New Vegas, then yes, yes, that's <laughs> the one. Okay, yeah. That's where we got our water from. I was happy about that. <laughs> Yeah, they've, they've been filming a lot this weekend. I can't wait to see what they turn out. We're actually going to bring them back in next year in order to showcase that documentary. So. That's a good idea. That's cool. That's good. I want to come and see that now because mm-hmm. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care about that. I'm on it. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, we were actually looking for a drink, and they're like, we'll give you free water if you come do with this interview. We're like... Yeah. We're in. Mm-hmm. We're getting Absolutely. free drinks. <laughs> I was on my way to go find a vending machine anyway. Because <laughs> as much as I would like to try the bubble smoothie or the Thai tea, it's like... It's like $5. Yeah. There is one, maybe two vending machines mm-hmm. right in that hallway by Con Yeah, so There's not a lot of options, and yeah. they usually go quick. Yeah, yeah, I saw them down there when we were in there earlier looking for you, so... Again, I'm sorry about that. I've been all over the place today. Well, oh, no, Dan, Dan did warn us the other day yeah. that you would probably be like 
hella busy, so it's like, I understood, but it's like, I also didn't understand fully. <laughs> it's like, I get it, but it's like, dang, getting this girl's like pulling teeth, like, is she a superstar? What's going on? Well, again, I, yeah. I am the one that handles all the public facing, right, so right. if the convention center needs to talk to somebody, if the hotel needs to talk right. to somebody, if there's anything that could possibly reflect on the public image of the con, I'm the one that's going right. you have back to put and out forth those and fires, handling yeah. it, so... <laughs> But that's Which cool. is fine, completely fine. We just wanted to grab a quick interview for mm-hmm. our podcast. Mm-hmm. But the funny part was because they kept asking us what podcast we were from, and they're like, Fox what? They're like, wait, what? Fox like, Press okay. Radio. I put in for it four passes. And they was, didn't even print the press pass. Yeah, I was going to say, they, well, they were like, they said something about they didn't have press passes, so they probably didn't even know what was going on either. We so. do actually yeah. have press passes, mm-hmm. but I... Um, actually know what that issue is caused by. We have a very intricate um, databasing system that mm-hmm. we use that our con chair actually hand-built, hand-coded. Hmm. So it allows us to keep all of our data. We can go back and get registration data from 10 years ago, tell you how many attendees were here, all of that. Mm-hmm. Helps us keep track of everything. Nice. And I have the ability to put in certain types of passes, but mm-hmm. apparently not press passes. Huh. Which are handled by my deficiency. We didn't discover that until uh, about a week ago. Oh, nice. (laughs) Of course, by then it's too late to really do anything about it. Yeah. 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 But that's cool, though. Um, Is there anything in particular about the convention in general that hasn't happened yet that you would like to see happen? Um, Like either events or just attendance in general or anything along those sort of lines? Like anything that, like, in the back of your mind you'd like to work towards? uh, Well... Very obviously, we always want int- attendance to increase. Mm-hmm. You want to bring in more people right. so you can do more things. Um, I don't know. I, I know that there are a lot of different events that programming is working on, things mm-hmm. that they want to bring in and do. For me, I just want to continue in the upgrading that we have been doing of, of the image stuff. Like Our website has gotten an overhaul, and mm-hmm. it looks wonderful. Our social media has increased tenfold. Um, and then we've started making contact with people like you guys mm-hmm. and being able to sit down and do these kind of interviews to hopefully get us a little bit more exposure. Oh, yeah. Right. That's the, that's the stuff I'm working towards. Yeah. Just every, get out there in general. and Every little bit helps. Exactly. Because a lot of the times, too, like, because, I mean, Fort Wayne's not a small town or city or whatever, but a lot of the times the things that do happen in Fort Wayne aren't as publicized. Yeah. Like, especially, like, outside of Fort Wayne. Like, I know they have, we have our own newspaper, and sometimes radio does announce these things, but I don't think I've heard anything about this con besides, like, Facebook or, you know, people that I know that Mm -hmm. are into this. Mm -hmm. But if I didn't know anything about it, I don't think I would have known anything about it. Yeah. So. It's, for one thing, it is kind of a very niche thing anyway. It is. So that's one of the tricky parts. It's like you can't just go on 98.9 The Bear and say, come check this out because that's probably not necessarily yeah. the audience you're looking for. Yeah, and, and there are some people you probably don't want to come in it's, from that because yeah. exactly. you don't want to pull the type Pe- of people that are going to make our attendees feel uncomfortable. Exactly. exactly. We don't. Yeah, yeah, we don't want bullies and stuff coming in and just exactly. making life annoying. Yeah, And that's the, that's the double-edged sword with trying to get exposure. It's like you want to get your name as, out there as many places as possible but it's like you also got to go, okay, well, you know, I can't really go and advertise at Old Country Buffet. I don't think anybody here cares, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, oddly enough, we pulled quite a few people from uh, Flyers Posted in Kroger last year. Hmm. Well, I mean, Kroger is pretty public, though. <laughs> yeah, but I can also see that, too, because I know, you know, 
I mean, when I was a kid, you know, in high school and stuff, me and my friend and his brother would go see a movie, and then we'd go to Walmart at, like, you know, 10 o'clock at night and just <laughs> hang around and, you know, window shop, and then we'd go to Steak and Shake and eat, and then we'd go home. That was, like, our night routine. That's what yeah. we did when we were off work or whatever and had nothing better to do. So I could see that because, you know, Kroger, hey, you know. And then, of course, you've got all the flyers and everything posted on the bulletin boards out there, especially if you're waiting for a bus, too, because I know, I know one of our friends here is kind of a non-vehicle driving person who, you know, yeah. he, has to, he, he has to take buses and stuff, so I'm sure he probably hears about it. He's not terribly into anime either, but he does watch, like, he watches Gravity Falls and things mm-hmm. like that. And even though that's not anime, it still is animation. And so. Gravity Falls is huge. Right, here. right. He just introduced our our kids into that. Yeah, I just... Well, I saw it happen to be on Hulu, and I was like, I think the kids would like this show. Gotta get them young. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, we have our... Well, we have one daughter who's kind of a big... Uh, into video games and stuff. She's our older daughter. Then our younger daughter, she's more princesses and stuff like that. She right watches now. Doc McStuffins. That's her you animation. <laughs> she's four, so you know she likes princesses. She has time. Yeah, stuff. she has time. But Samantha is our oldest. She's never really been into princesses and stuff. She's always been into Batman mm-hmm. and all the superheroes and stuff. And then Good. we got mm-hmm. her into Ghostbusters, of course, mm-hmm. and um, pretty much any type of video game. You know, she's always like, what are you playing? What are you playing? How does that work? You know, so she's always just right there when you're playing video games. She will watch me play video games, but I do know that in, in general for her, she doesn't so much like the games where I'm running around shooting people. She would rather watch me do... Like, if I'm playing Fallout, mm-hmm. as long as I'm not going around shooting people, she's fine. If I'm sitting there building a settlement, she'll like watching next. It's like watching Minecraft. So mm-hmm. she'll sit and watch those kind of things. She likes games more like that. Like, her favorite game... Sim on her t- management stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, on her on her tablet, her favorite game is um, Paper Monster, I think it's called. I think so. And it's basically like this cardboard box creature running around <laughs> doing Mario-type bouncing and jumping and collecting yeah. buttons and things so it's she just likes the fun that's stuff. her kind of that's her thing but I mean that would fit in very well here I mean oh, there's, yeah. there's plenty of people that like you know all kinds of games like that yeah. so but um I don't know in general I don't I don't know if we got any other questions off the top of our heads um we didn't really come prepared either. Yeah, we didn't. I'm surprised we got as far as we did. Dan was like, just go there and ask for her. It. And we're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, um, we almost forgot the laptop, too. Well the, uh, uh, the only, well, the only thing I can say is to kind of get into some of our other topics that we usually cover on the show, because I'm sitting here and I'm looking and I see Fireball Whiskey. What do you guys like to drink? <laughs> oh, God. Um, I'm sure everybody that was staff drinks, or at least has, you know, uh, needs yeah, a drink at this do. time. I mm-hmm. actually, so far since I've been here, I've had one Guinness mm-hmm. and nice. um, one swig of Ice 101 because somebody <laughs> didn't believe that I could drink it straight. <laughs> uh, nice. I'm very much a whiskey bourbon girl. I'm from Kentucky originally. so Awesome. That fits in well with us. Whiskey, bourbon, were... scotch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I'm well, a, scotch a scotch girl. girl yeah. These mm-hmm. are whiskey and bourbon guys. Mm-hmm. I'll drink it, but scotch is my favorite. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I gotta love some of that Buffalo Trace. Yeah, yeah they, um, Buffalo Trace is their favorite. Mm-hmm. We've already killed a bottle of Buffalo Trace. <laughs> <laughs> we did um, our run for the green room for the guests and things. We, mm-hmm. we have certain amounts of liquor that we bring in. And we got a handle of Jameson. And when I checked at 5 o'clock this morning, it was over half gone. Oh, God. God. <laughs> we have five guests. <laughs> 
apparently they can drink. Yeah, <laughs> they can put it down. Either that or somebody walked in there and said, hey, look. <laughs> they kept me up till 5 o'clock in the morning yeah, until I, I cut them off last <laughs> night. I was like, guys, I, I got to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I need <laughs> some kind of sleep, yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, do you smoke cigars at all? I do. Uh, I usually don't have a lot of chances mm-hmm. to. Um, but if I'm, I'm sitting around and I've got a glass of scotch, I do enjoy. I particularly like the Maker's Mark cigars. So, <laughs> I'm See, not- we haven't had a chance to try those because generally for me, it's kind of like I was talking to one of the vendors downstairs is, you know, we have champagne taste and beer pockets. So it's like <laughs> yeah. those, those, those ones tend to be kind of on the pricier side. But I mean, for a special event or something, or like you said, you don't get very many chances. So exactly. So usually might... if, I'm, if I've got a chance to smoke a cigar, it's damn well going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Especially yeah. something you know is good right off the bat. You don't want right. to take any chances. But, you know, listen to our show. You might get some other recommendations. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Anything else you want to say? Um, about yourself, about the con, about no, other than we, we will be right back in Fort Wayne around this time next year. So if anybody wants to come and give us a look and see what they like. Yeah. And say now I know there is a pre-registration that happens. How far out in advance is that? Uh, we usually open roughly November 1st. Okay. Last year we, we had a couple of hiccups that got pushed back until right at the new year, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But this year we're hoping to be back to November 1st, if not earlier. Okay. And See, then, that's pretty well in advance. That's pretty cool. And yeah. then there is the ability to come in, like, at the door day, like, yes. whatever day of, if you're not planning on coming every single day. Because it's oh, a yeah. weekend event, three days, right? Yes, it's okay. uh, Friday to Sunday. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, there's your details. Um, I know the pricing this year... I mean, granted, it's usually better to do the pre-registration, especially if you're going to be here yeah. for all three days. Um, well, in pre-reg, we only allow to pre-register for the three-day passes. Mm-hmm. We can't pre-reg for individual days. Right. But so. I'm saying, like, if you are planning on attending, that's the better price, better... Oh, yeah. yeah. Our, uh, yeah our early bird to, rate this year was 35 Right. Yes. So. Today, it was, like, $40 per Just person. for the day. Just, Just for the, for the day, day yeah. Which yeah. is pretty pricey if you're going to come, like... But More for a Saturday, but for a Saturday, you got all the panels, you have got all the costume right. contests, and yep, yep, yeah. you got all the the masquerade and everything going on too. Which that's something I was curious about. What is that? Is that like a skit thing? Is it dance? It's a is combination it... of um, skit and just craftsmanship judging. Okay. The masquerade is entirely about the cosplay. Mm-hmm. So the attendees who want to enter in if they want to enter for craftsmanship for the quality of their costume that they have handmade themselves they actually have to be scheduled for a pre-judging session Mm -hmm. where they sit down with our cosplay judges the judges go over it they go over their reference material and score them on a rubric Mm -hmm. and then during the masquerade they get up on stage they have I think it's three poses and a certain number of either seconds or minutes I'm pretty sure it's like 45 to 60 seconds Mm -hmm. to strike these poses for pictures and they get introduced all of that so Mm -hmm. you know they get to do the walk right and then in addition there's also a skit competition that happens afterward excuse me Mm -hmm. (laughs) where they go up they perform their skit that has been um rehearsed ahead of time we always do a rehearsal session very early on saturday morning so we can mm-hmm. make sure all the skits are safe right and they do that for a different set of judges okay who then score that on a rubric we have um like a, a usually a little halftime show while the judges do kind of points okay. and things and we announce winners right and there's trophies and certificates hmm. so i was gonna say that's, that's cool. the one thing that i 
sounded interesting to me when I was looking at all the events. I was like, Masquerade. If you guys would like to mm-hmm. be in the Masquerade, absolutely. Unfortunately, I'm kind of disqualified because none of this stuff was handmade at all. Uh, well, or at least it wasn't by it. me. I just meant anyway, at least yeah. actually be there. Oh, well, yeah. it's, unfortunately, our, our registration for the Masquerade yeah. has already yeah. ended. I figured point. as much, but either way, it's like I don't. I'm not a seamstress. I'm not a maker or builder. So <laughs> I, I usually I buy my stuff through Etsy or e- eBay yeah, or some stuff like that. That one made. Yeah, this for is. Him. Yeah, it looks phenomenal. Me. Yeah, it's a little big. Mine, that's the only thing I can. My mine about it. is the crappy one that you buy at the store. Yes, the, the Halloween slime. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, mine's the slutty Ghostbuster outfit. I still need to buy an actual Ghostbuster like uniform. I found some for you on Etsy. Don't yes, worry. <laughs> but they're expensive. Yeah. So of course. Mm-hmm. Um, this wasn't yeah. cheap either. <laughs> this one is ripping. I have a couple holes right here, oh. and I'm like, all right. Well, it's... actually, we have a cosplay first aid station if you'd like to get that repaired. <laughs> yeah. It's all good, but um, this will probably be my last time wearing this outfit because mm. of the fact that I've gained some weight, too, since I bought this thing, so it doesn't exactly fit me the way it should, but right. um, I that's just going to prompt me to buy a more... Normal like, uniform outfit, yeah. Don't lose almost the laptop, that'd be the bad. Laptop. But yeah, some more... You know, actual costume. Mm-hmm. Um, and by then, the new movie will be out. So yeah, <laughs> I want to buy the actual costume from the new movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, the new like female version or whatever. But there you go. Even though everybody's like not too yes. crazy about the new one, but you know, I, I'm excited to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we're being positive about it. We're like we're actually just gonna go see it and see how it is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like I don't expect it to be the original. There will yeah. never be another like the original Ghostbusters. No. But that doesn't mean that this movie can't also be entertaining while exactly. being different. Right. Yeah. That's, and yeah. that's what they're trying to do though. They're trying to play off the original, maybe make fun of it a little bit or you know, that kind of thing, but then do something different with mm-hmm. the franchise. Like making it all female. Like they changed the car. The car mm-hmm. is not an ambulance. It's an actual hearse. Um, that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's gonna be different. And they've they've actually well, uh, say, did a female slimer with this one. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't mean to to put that out there, and then they took it off. But mm-hmm. people saw it before they took it off and but. got angry like you do on the internet. Yes. <laughs> but in general, it's like it's kind of like I said before about Speed Racer. You know, the blue shirt and the white pants. Most people who've seen the movie are like, "What are you talking about? He wore like a like a racer outfit." And it's like. Let's not mention that again. <laughs> I, I will say I've got very much a soft spot for that movie. I'm not saying it's, not, I'm not saying it's bad, but I was hoping for the original, so that's yeah. why I didn't bother to even watch it, because I was like, this is not what I was looking for, so... <laughs> I enjoy it for John Goodman alone. Oh, well, John Goodman, that was like the best part of it. That was the best casting, really. I was a little bit disappointed with Racer X. Like, really? Really? I don't know. He I should be more him. enigmatic than that. <laughs> I enjoyed him. Yeah, but I, I like Lost though. Uh, well, that's it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll do it. All right. Well, thank you for uh, giving us this interview. Um, we hope that uh, your con continues to get bigger and better every year. Yeah. And uh, we'll... every time I've come, I've enjoyed it. So yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, great to hear. That's what yeah. I like to hear. Well, I mean, I I love to come and just like look at everyone's costumes and stuff because I enjoy that type of thing. Um, and I just like to look at all the merchandise and stuff that I can't afford, but I still like to look at it. So, so pretty. <laughs> and the last time I came, I actually came with some friends that were actually working here. And they were like, if you come, you can, you know, free entry, whatever. But then I won 
uh, I entered into a raffle, mm-hmm. and I won a companion cube. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there were plush ones that somebody that was here made. They were handmade, mm-hmm. and they and they did the uh, TARDIS. Tardis. So, and they were auctioning the two off together, oh. like set, like you got one or the, one other, or the yeah. other. I won them both, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was pissed. <laughs> it's rigged. <laughs> the first ticket and the last ticket were mine. <laughs> My bad, but um, I'm I'm happy. I got my TARDIS at home next to my bed, and you got the companion cube on your dresser next to you. Yeah, so. he's a big Doctor Who fan. I'm a big Portal fan, so you I like know. both. But yeah, it works yeah. out perfectly then. Yeah. There you go. And our kids try to play with them. We're like, put those down. Those are daddies and mommies. I'm kind, I'm kind of sad the battery wore out, so the TARDIS doesn't make noises anymore. Because our daughter, <laughs> our daughter loves the TARDIS, so she kept doing it, and the TARDIS doesn't sound like a TARDIS anymore. But, okay, we will let you go. We know you're a busy woman. Well, mm-hmm. actually, I can take about ten more minutes because, given the nature of your show, I want to make you guys a drink. Okay. Unfortunately, oh. we'll have to do that in the other room. Okay. Okay. So, we will have to wrap this up, at least. Yes. yes we so, we're going to go that. have drinks. You guys, yeah. Yeah. We'll see you guys later. We're going to go drink now. Be excellent to each other. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> All right. And I'm back. And we're, we left. We're out. <laughs> we're out, bitches. <laughs> wow. You have a really good fucking carried voice then. <laughs> um, I also have my show this week. Yeah, nice. So Friday, I have our cult classic show. Very cool. Which, um, I'm pretty ready for now. Finally, cool. I got some sun today, guys. Yeah, I noticed that. Everybody else, that's gonna hurt later, probably. That doesn't hurt. Yet. <laughs> yeah. If nothing else, it'll be itchy. Don't worry. Oh yeah, I'm already itching. That's what made me figure out that I had sun. Mm-hmm. Like, oh hey, look, I got some sun today. Yeah, Titus got a lot of sun today. We actually left a little earlier than we had intended to, um, because it was super hot out today, and uh, he got a lot of sun even with sunscreen on. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we went to the Steam Museum, which I didn't know existed, and I had like literally driven past before. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know what it was. Um, but it was super fucking cool. They had the generator that had actually powered the local courthouse's lights mm-hmm. um, for a hundred years, um, and it still operates. They have lights installed on the sides of it that light up when they operate it. Yeah, um, it's supposed to power about I think like six hundred lights. Mm-hmm something like that and it's huge i mean it's a it's an enormous thing i posted some pictures on facebook um it's it's very cool and it's awesome that everything there still operates yeah uh they had a sawmill with a 60 inch blade um it looked like something out of fucking skyrim it was amazing (laughs) um but uh they also had three operating trains um one that was tiny like I uh, think like a kid's toy size where like the operator looked like, you know, a kid driving or a full grown man driving a big wheel. Right. Yeah. I saw pictures from that that you posted earlier. Yeah. And then um, we rode on the midsize train that was like just big enough for us to get into. You know, it's like the size that you would ride at like a zoo or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they had a bigger one that was like twice to three times the size of that mid-size one yeah um that was just kind of more like what you would see like a trolley going through new york or not new york uh san francisco right 
but it still looked like you had you guys had a lot of fun. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, one minute. Dan's gonna chew on the show, guys. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in Halloween, where it's like at first I get your famous squealing, now I get your famous chewing. Yeah, sorry. Um, the ribs are too good. But uh, yeah, it was it was really cool. They had also they had like a fifties ish diner, like a soda jerk, right? Where you could order like a New York egg cream or like a burger and fries, and you could get a uh, like a milkshake or a malt. And they had one of the old school mixers, right? Like one of the triple stand mixers, mm. and you could get a uh, they had a. I think it was an ice cream soda or something like that that looked really fucking cool. Like, I don't really eat that kind of stuff or drink it, but it looked fucking cool. Um, and said jerk. <laughs> yeah, there, there was a guy jerking it right there in front of me. Um, and he was good at it. Um, but the coolest thing was the fucking blacksmith. Right. Uh, it was a super old guy with a gnarly-ass big gray beard. Um and he had like some of his grandkids in there with him like fucking around and um his daughter was in there working with him learning how to you know do the blacksmith thing and it was really cool they were making like uh hooks that you would hang a lamp from Mm -hmm. so they had like a twist in it and then a hook on either side right it was really cool and he's like you know oh that's you know he's so happy that we were interested because we stood there for like a half hour watching him do this yeah and he's like you guys you know you seem to actually be enjoying this i was like yeah dude this is great you know we we never get to stand and watch anyone do this and we love it and he's like oh well we'd love for you to you know sign up to volunteer and you can just come and do this and i'll teach you everything i know that's cool i was like okay done we'll be here Mm -hmm. so we're gonna learn how to blacksmith that's nice. awesome. Yeah, I thought that was pretty fucking cool. If I ever need some shoes for my horse. <laughs> yep, I'll, I'll be able to make them, apparently. Um, but yeah, it was cool. That's cool. So. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck 3D printing, I'm going to do the old school 3D printing. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to yeah. literally make that shit. Yeah, need a hammer? I will literally make a hammer with a fucking hammer. Um, it seems redundant, but hey... <laughs> By the way, ribs go really well with this Christoph Maduro. Duly? Um, yeah. So, um, but uh, other than that, I was I was actually quite busy at work this week. Um, had a lot going on, starting to work towards integrating our, our inventory onto our website, which is a big challenge and a lot of work. So, started that whole process. Um and just kind of I planned out my cosplay for Gen Con and then uh, I also watched Games Done Quick the summer Games Done Quick where they raised like a million and two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for Doctors Without Borders over seven days mm-hmm. um, it was an incredible fucking you know week of speed runs and I enjoyed every minute of it um, and I also, we'll get to it in games, but I started learning the uh, Borderlands 2 speed run. So, um, yeah, kind of cool. But uh, other than that, just kind of a, a busy work week and not too much going on, you know, outside of that. 
Right. Um, other than, you know, some things from other segments that involve uh, pocket monsters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Much to my dismay, which was everywhere at the con, by the way. Of course. <laughs> I figured I mean, it would be, but it was also like, you guys go have fun. <laughs> Hey, I think it's cool. Like I, you know, I see people all over town playing it, but we'll we'll get there. We'll we'll get to the Pokemon Go. You guys have all the say, fun. I'm abstaining from the topic altogether. I was gonna say some girl found a dead body while playing. So. We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I just heard about one while I was playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a pretty good week overall. Nothing super exciting. Uh, Sophie didn't get to start her obedience school on time. The class was full. So we actually found a place that's half the price and seems to be actually much nicer. And it's closer. Right. But it doesn't start until August. Right. Well, I mean, so. at least you got to find a, a different place before you started and then found it and then was pissed, you know? Right. Yeah, so... I'm glad we got our shots and everything caught up, though, anyway, like it needed to be done, so that's cool. Um, but yeah, how was how uh, the rest of you guys' week? Anything else special or exciting? Well, we went to the concert on Friday night for, to kick off uh, Three Rivers Festival. Yeah, I nice. got passes from my, uh, VIP passes from my work, which actually were really awesome. Yes. Um, I was really impressed with the bathrooms that they gave us because instead of using the porta potties they actually had private bathrooms in the section that were we- they like the mobile ones that they yes. haul in yes. on a trailer yes. yeah. yeah those are nice a trailer one and it had like air conditioning inside and like uh nice soap and you could actually flush them <laughs> yeah like it flushed uh Unlike with your the foot porta- Unlike the porta potty where you're standing there and you see a turd and you're trying to pretend it's a donut. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was so awesome. I took pictures and posted them. It was hilarious. I saw Andrew's, that. Yeah, Andrew's like you really posted pictures. I was like, yes, I will never use a porta potty again after I use that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Until you really need one. I, I, even then, I will hold that shit. Fuck that. <laughs> Literally, unless I really have to shit and I cannot hold that. I do not use them. I do not like them. I have a fear of something crawling up my asshole or my wow. vagina or something. You know, people hiding that shit. No, I will not go in there. I just so, felt bad for the one I had to use until I realized we had them back there. It was uh, some, I'm guessing a kid because it seemed kind of small. Some kid left their uh, hoodie in a porta potty and I was like, oh. <laughs> That's a bummer. Not going back for that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it wasn't like in the drink or anything. It was over, you know, like to the side. But still, it's like, yeah, not going back for that. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. But um, the concert was really awesome. It was uh, who's bad was yeah. the headliner. Yes. Um, one thing I will say about the second opening band, I won't say their name just because I will. I'm a dick like that. Um, fine. It was the Fort Wayne Funk Orchestra. Mm-hmm. Not good. Um, oh. I mean, really? The the band itself, the instrumentation and stuff was fine. Awesome. But the, yes. but the lead singer dude, like, he dressed completely different from the rest of the people. the the pe- The orchestra guys were all color coordinated. The main guy wore all white with these weird white sunglasses, 
and he was really off key when he sang. It was just Plus, not. I have, a, I have a big. I mean, it's one thing if you're doing karaoke, but I have a really big issue when you're doing a song by, you know, Snoop Dogg, and he actually spells his name out. Unless you are Snoop Dogg, you cannot do that. That's no. <laughs> you will never like. First of all, you're you're white. First of all. I was gonna say that's an odd choice of song. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were doing that. What is it? I forget the hell that song's called, but it's the, the one that I remember where he just goes gaba gaba ga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's the motherfucking D R E. Like, first of all, if you're not Dre, you're not Snoop. Shut up. <laughs> right. I mean, unless it's karaoke. Yeah, it's, you don't get to remake that song. Right, and then on top or of that, like, like I even said to her when we were watching the show, I looked at the lead singer guy and I was like, "Hey, I figured out what happened to Snow after Informer." That's what he looks like. <laughs> yeah. Like he stepped out of the Informer video and on stage wearing some sunglasses. <laughs> wow. Like, and plus, I also understand that, you know, you have two opening bands. You don't know the songs that the opening bands are doing. But they did the same song as the first band. No, it actually wasn't the same song. It wasn't? No. Well, it sounded the fucking same. Right, yeah. But even still, they sounded really similar, and they didn't do it as well as the first band. Yes. G-Money yes. is an awesome, awesome band. Mm-hmm. Awesome band. Fort if you Wayne. like funk and rhythm and blues, they're probably the best go-to like local band in town. Yeah, for the Fort Wayne Funk Orchestra or whatever the fuck they're called, I'm sorry, not a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm too white for this. Mm-hmm. The lead singer's too white for it. <laughs> I'm just not a fan. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But the first too band, much salt on that cracker. They got yeah. an E for effort. I'll give them that yeah. much. <laughs> the, the instrumentation's awesome, but their lead singer needs to go. Right. Um, and their song choices may be a little bit better. Um, like but Earth, Wind, and Fire. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but who's bad? Fucking amazing. If Michael Jackson didn't bleach himself, I'm sorry if people ha. think that he had a, a disease or whatever. I swear to God he bleached himself. Anyways, he would look like Michael Jackson if Michael Jackson stayed white. Or at oh, least wow. was like right at that transition between like Thriller yeah. and that. Like if he was like... Like whatever the middle spot between those two are, he would... Like the guy that was the lead singer of that band that was... Basically doing a Michael Jackson imitation, which I've seen Vegas imitators. This guy was pretty damn good. So, yeah, he sounded like him and actually looked like him. It was pretty, pretty da- awesome. I will say his dancing wasn't quite as good, but he did do a valiant effort. So. Yeah, his back, him, but some of the group numbers were good. Oh, yeah. The, the back- backup dancers were awesome, too. Yeah, they had one. They had this one saxophone player dude. Like, one, he looked like he should have been a bodyguard because he had, like, freaking guns. <laughs> not, they said not he was a model, ones, though. Yeah, but I mean, like, he, like, had so much fucking energy. Like, did you drink seven Red Bulls and then get on stage? Or did you do cocaine? Like, I want to know what your secret is, <laughs> you know? So it's like, he was he was pretty awesome. Like, the whole band in general was awesome. They did a lot of good numbers. They managed, They were really good about keeping the crowd's energy up. And they did, like, all kinds of songs. Angela's happy because finally she got to see me cry for the first time ever. Yeah, so, so what song? Man in the Mirror. That, that apparently makes him cry every time. That's that's always been a song with me, even as a kid, that it's like, that's always how I felt about humans in general, is like, if we all just, like, got up one morning, looked in the mirror, and said, you know what, there's something I, c- I could fucking stop doing, because it's not cool, or not, you know, not good for me to be doing. And if everybody did that every single day, like, shit wouldn't be the way it is now. 
So it, it like it gets to me even now more so than ever. But like even when I was a kid, it was kind of like that same feeling. It's like you know he's got a point. You know, even though it's like on one hand, Michael kind of count you know contradicts it with singing like Human Nature. But either way, I've always like for some reason that song just always got me. So, and they did a really good job performing <clears throat> too. So I was like, damn, you know. At least I can nice. kind of pretend like Michael's here, you know. <laughs> Even though he wouldn't be caught dead at Headwaters Park, but hey, I mean, you know, I'll take what I can get. But, I mean, they did a really awesome job, and the VIP lounge area was great. They did provide food, but we did stop at Junk Food Alley because I wanted a Philly cheesesteak, so. Yeah, and it was barbecue pulled pork anyway, so it's just. Oh, yeah. God, I love it. Yeah. But it was good. It was, it was, it was good. Food, good. But- but we had had so much barbecue anyway, and I was just like, you know what? I'm not in the mood for barbecue. And he right. wanted the the uh, Philly cheesesteak. Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. So, and we got loaded fries with it, so it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds nice. Yeah, they got a bucket of fries, and good thing we we got the bucket because we were both like chowing on that for a while. Yeah, it was good. It was so. really good. Um, it was like not that. Uh, uh, that cheese that tastes fake. It was actually really good cheese. Yeah. Um, nice. And their Philly cheesesteak was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and they gave us 10 drink tickets. And yes. crap. The yeah. water was free. I was going to say, how much, like, 10 drink tickets is a lot. How how many tickets did it take for a drink? Just one. Damn. Yeah. So then, we each had five drinks. I and we that. had water, unlimited water, and unlimited soda. Yes. Wow. Drink tickets for the sodas or the water. But for the drinks, though, there was no, like, there was wine and wine cooler, like, the uh, barefoot, like, spritzers or whatever. Yeah. And there was beer, which was pretty much limited to Bud, Bud Light, or Stella Artois. So, you know. Yeah, but I mean, if I'm walking around a hot-ass day all day, I'll drink some Stella. Right. I mean, Stella's not bad. I mean, granted, I kind of appreciated it more after that night. I've had it before, and I didn't really care for it. But after that, after having that, because it's like the only thing I wanted to drink that they had, I was like, all right, you know, and I just kept going back for that one because it's my favorite, you know. Right. Like a drunkard. Yep. But, you know, I was having a good we time. We were taking terms going back and forth. I was going to say, I mean, I, I'd be walking up there and be like, three beers and stand there and drink them and be like, three more beers. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it wasn't enough. Like, the portions weren't enough to get, like drunk off of but unless you like cashed in all like five drink tickets you know at once you know and drank them all like back back, to back yeah but i mean we we spaced them out yeah because we we were there from like yeah you don't want to get thirsty we didn't get home until almost midnight so Mm. thinking in like a five hour span of drinking right five drinks between the two of us or Mm -hmm. well ten drinks between the two of us five each is not enough to get drunk off of but with beer and like wine spritzers um so uh but other than that like we had a really good time there um and then my work is doing uh the raft race and the bed race so Mm -hmm. i had to go help with that today too yeah Uh, painting and putting it all together or whatever so that was fun not really but it was fun (laughs) like it was hot outside so but in general, I mean, we've had a pretty good time this weekend. Today was kind of like, you know, at least for the most part, like the one chill day that we got, you know, out of the whole weekend. But in general, we still, you know, we managed to have a lot of fun. Anyway. Yeah, well, that's I why was I said kind around. of. <laughs> Hence why I said kind of. But yeah, so, I mean, this weekend was kind of busy, but wasn't too terrible. 
I'd say we had a good bit of fun. We got to make some new friends, and you know, it was generally a, a good time. We made friends. Yay, friends. Friends are good. Um, at, from the con, the one uh, I'll post a picture of the girl that I post uh, posed with or whatever. Uh, she actually has a page that she invited me to like too. Mm-hmm. Her name is the Asian Chubby Bunny, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, but She's not she, all that chubby either. I really. know, but I mean, for an Asian, she is. Yeah. Her cosplay is awesome, though. Um, she made her outfit from head to toe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she made the shoes, but you know what I mean. Like all the pieces on the outfit were awesome. Yes. And she was a just choice, but um, I just think. And I, for some reason, I thought she was black. I really thought she was black, but she's not. <laughs> nope, she's just tanned Asian. <laughs> she's a tanned Asian. <laughs> well, damn it, post the pictures. I want to see this chubby Asian. Yeah, well, she's got really nice boobs. Mm-hmm. Again, I want to see this chubby Asian. Well, hang yeah. on, I'll send you the link now so you can comment on it. But in general, we had a lot of fun. Um, we had a lot of, you know... I'll post them on the, the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, but I'm going to send it to him directly so he can comment, but... At least the one, anyway. But in general, like I said, we had a lot of fun. A lot of people liked our Ghostbusters outfits. We got a lot of people asking us for pictures. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we... oh yeah, that girl. I saw that picture. Yeah. yeah, she's not chubby at all. I mean, I guess maybe a little, but I mean, like she lives in the U.S. Yeah, and I'm sure she's eaten a cheeseburger at some point. So, <laughs> and if you didn't, well, you suck. Yeah, yeah, like you're failing at life. Like fucking cheeseburgers are delicious. Like, yeah, being skinny is nice, but have you tried pizza? Exactly. <laughs> it's like dating's nice, but I like pizza. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a committed relationship with pizza. Yep. Nice. But, in, but in general, like, you know, we met a lot of cool people. And like I said, I've every once in a while you do meet kind of a douchebag or something at cons that's just like, you know, thinks they're hot shit or whatever. But like, nobody was like that. It was nice. That's cool. Like, everybody was cool. Everybody was, like, cool about us taking pictures with them and would talk to us for a little bit, and they would ask us questions and everything. Like, everything was very, like... And there were some... Like, we saw some people talking to other people where it was, like... It was almost romantic comedy, like, quirky teen comedy kind of worthy, where it was very awkward, but it was still kind of, like, cute in a way, like, endearing. Yeah. But, I mean, that's... Then there was the kids that ran around screaming that I was like, why is there so much screaming? It wasn't that. It was... I Left the kids at home for a reason, damn it. No, it wasn't kids. It was actually, like, just younger people than us, you know. That age. <laughs> damn yeah. kids. Damn kids. kids. Yeah, get off my lawn, you know. But in general, like, there was there was this one girl. I don't know what character she was she was supposed to be. She was wearing a red schoolgirl plaid jumper and carried this, like, enormous fan, I'm guessing. I don't know what it was because she never really opened it up. She just carried it around. But she she had. It might have been the kill la kill girl. I uh, she ran around saying I'm the heroine. That's all I remember. Hmm. I don't know if that rings any bells for you because you've watched more recent stuff than I. I mean, kind of like I didn't. I think I know what it is, but I didn't like that anime. Right. Yeah. That's and that's the thing. Like I mentioned to her, I was like, in anime, if you notice, even in the English dubbing, they all talk, walk around and talk very loudly about everything that they're doing, and it's always very excited and very, you know, there's really no subtlety unless you're playing a character that's supposed to be very laconic. Like Initial D, the uh, the main character's father, he's very laconic. Like he he talks like an Asian tired Sylvester Stallone almost 
Oh, God, that sounds awful. You know, it sounds like that. Like, that's what he sounds like all the time. Like, yeah, he's very laconic, but he's also, like, the best drift racer ever. So it's like you can't really argue with it. (laughs) Yeah. But in general, like, otherwise, you know, in anime, everybody's very loud, very animated, you know. I mean, even, like, in something like Cowboy Bebop, you still have, like, Ed and Ayn, who are very fucking loud characters and silly and whatnot. Right. So it, it's par for the course. You kind of have to take that with it. But after a while, it was just like, she was in line with us for the raffle thing, and she kept doing that throughout the raffle. I'm like... Yeah, your cosplay is getting old. Shut like, up. It was like, you're cute and all, but shut the fuck up. I have my own children at home that, that yell in my ears. If I wanted to endure that. <laughs> so know? that's why you moved. That's why I moved what? No, actually, I moved around because I was standing by the, you know, the, the uh, what do you call it, the uh, entrance way to where everybody was going up to get the uh, prizes, so I didn't want to be in people's way, because I've got this proton pack on my back that I'm not aware of, so I could turn around and whack somebody real easy with it, so I wanted to get somewhere where there wasn't a bunch of people standing behind me, you know, I'm trying to be considerate about other people, that's part of the reason why I was a little afraid of you bringing the, the rolling suitcase with us, even though we kind of had to. But, I only tripped one person with it. Yeah, I was, I was very surprised and impressed by that. <laughs> Thanks, honey. But, but with it, well, I'm just saying, like, in comps, sometimes people are not paying attention. I mean, granted, there's scantily clad women everywhere, so I'm not really surprised. Andrew only got distracted one time when I was trying to talk to him, which was... Oh, I, I oogled the shit out of those bitches at Comic-Con. Well, there was one that had a really awesome outfit, but she looked like she was probably, like, 13 or 14, and I'm just like, I feel weird. <laughs> Yeah, those. See, that's sentence. Just stare, and I was like, "What is wrong with you?" And he goes, "Short skirt." It was gonna say there was was short skirt and ass, and it wasn't a a large ass, but it was there and it was round. Well, see, that's the thing is when you start at the ass, like (laughs) there's no like there's no age to an ass unless it's real old. That's all I could see because they were real small. Had a booth in the exhibition hall like next to us, and she had her back to me, and that's what I saw. and like the thigh high boots or whatever, I was like, oh. but anyway, right. <laughs> yeah, I have butt face for a whole different reason. <laughs> but yeah, it was very, you know, it was a very good time. Like, I definitely, we all three need to like work on next year to go. And I'm still debating about what I want to do cosplay wise. I I really wish you guys could come to Gen Con. I know. I really would love to one of these days before I die, but. It's fucking one day, man. It is. One day and 40 bucks. I know, but like, again, like one day and 40 bucks, but there's gas money and trip down. That's the other thing. I mean, swear add, a, add another 20 bucks for gas money. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, one of these days I do plan on going. It's just probably not going to be in the foreseeable future. Unless, you know, like I said, the stars align and everything's awesome. Yeah, I'm actually taking uh, one of our friends that works at Twisted Kate here with me and then another one of our friends that work or doesn't work there she's an engineer not like a train engineer like an engineer engineer right um she actually is going to be working at gen con so she'll be there for four days working at a booth nice um also by the way it still sounds like baghdad outside my house this week yeah we haven't it's actually tapered off enough we had a little bit of fireworks going off last night but it wasn't like obnoxious so people have stopped doing the pretty fireworks and are now exclusively doing the loud ass fireworks right yeah no because they can buy them like for next to nothings because the people don't want to move them right and everybody's trying to get offload all the stuff they didn't sell yeah 
Right. Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know. I'm excited about Gen Con, and it's less than a month away now. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be a good time. So. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see. What- also, this will be my first ever convention going in a costume. Hey. Granted, it's a super comfortable one, and one of the cool things about the costume is part of it is that I'm going to buy a few pieces of it while I'm there. Like, I want to get a patch to cover up the brand logo that's inevitably going to be on my coveralls. Right. And then I also intend to buy some sort of gauntlet, mm-hmm. um, some kind of leather gauntlet to go with the costume, and, uh, you know, like some pins and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, maybe maybe another one of the uh, they sell the like vials in a pouch, so it's like three leather holders that a crystal vial sits in. Right. And I can fill with bourbon and various alcohols. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we saw a couple. We saw. Well, actually, it was funny. We got interviewed at the the con for uh, uh, Fort Wayne like access or whatever, like the. You know, like the public access show, but it was great because the guy was dressed up as an NCR Ranger. Nice. Granted, the only thing that really stood out was the like the red. He had the red beret with the NCR like Ranger logo on there, but he had like this black duster, and I was like, "Their dusters are brown, but whatever, I'll go with it." I'm glad that somebody's doing Fallout here, you know. Right. So it was it was cool that he did the NCR Ranger thing. So we got interviewed for him talking about like cosplay and stuff in general, and they were actually there like documenting the entire convention. So they were actually filming the masquerade stuff too, which apparently because of the long stalling session, they managed to get everything except for the very end of it <laughs> because they they like ran out of battery at that point. So like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. But either way, like they had a awesome like. You know, they they had a pretty good interview, and they gave us free water because we were looking for a drink at that time. So it was like talk about that. Thank you. It was serendipitous. It was like we were walking because they had people selling uh, bubble smoothies and like Thai uh, tea, but they were like five and four dollars a pop. And I was like, that's a little much for me to wet my whistle. So right, you know, if it's not bourbon, that's way more than I want to pay for that. So. You know, out so we were like, well, there's some vending machines in the hallway that are probably a lot cheaper, which granted like a buck seventy five, but again, versus five or four dollars, yeah. So we went we were gonna go down there and on our way there they were stopped we we stopped by them and they were like, Hey, we'll give you like a bottle of water if you want. It's like, Yes, please, you know. Yeah. Especially we do anything you want us to do for water. Yeah, well, especially because of the fact that we like I started out the day with coffee, a sip of water and uh, Foster's beer at Flanagan. So, nice. I need to get liquored up for this. I can't tell you the last time I had a Foster's. I've never had one until then because I initially ordered a Carlsberg because they had it on the menu, but they couldn't find them apparently. I guess they were out. So, I was like, well, let me go down the list. Hey, I've never had a Foster's oil can. Give me that, you know. Right. So, and again, it's a pint of beer. So, I figured, cool, I can start my day off right at noon. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love that noon beer, man. Oh, yeah. But I Almost as good as the breakfast beer. We also had, like, uh, they had their flyer on the table for dinners, two for 23. Like, uh, basically, you got a, an appetizer and two entrees for 23 bucks. Yeah. Damn. I was like, can we do that? And she was like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. I wasn't sure, because usually when something's labeled as dinner, they have, like, certain hours, you know what I mean? Right. So I wasn't sure at first, but she asked about it, and it's like, yeah, you can get those now. I'm like, oh, sweet, you know. 
because they had another one that had like brunch and stuff, which was from like eleven to three, I'm guessing, which is kind of weird for brunch hours. But they don't open till eleven anyway. So, but yeah, so I started out the day with that, and it's like, yeah, I need some water by now. We've been walking around the con, and even though it was air conditioned, like I was still kind of hot. I was glad I wore my shorts underneath my Ghostbusters outfit, even though it kind of sucked at the end of the day because I was wearing my arm my. uh, elbow pads and knee pads all day so it's like man i can't wait to get these off (laughs) oh thanks for reminding me i need to remember to add those to my wish list on amazon for my costume but yeah i want to get some khaki colored knee pads there you go but i mean in general like you know we had a lot of fun it was cool we got interviewed by them and they were asking us stuff like you know so what is it about cosplay or costuming or whatever that you like and i was like well i mean as a kid i like dressing up as stuff that I wasn't, you know, so it's kind of cool to kind of still be able to do that even more so now that I'm adult, you know, it's like I can, you know, one, I can afford to get cooler stuff, you know, because when right. a kid, you had like, the first like Halloween costume I ever got was a Frankenstein monster costume, which was a vinyl like apron, essentially, that you could stick your arms out of, it was more like a trash bag, you know, but vinyl, and like a little plastic like Frankenstein monster mask, like that was my first costume ever. Yeah. And that's what I wore for Halloween. And you know, now, I mean, I got a professional grade, like, Ghostbuster costume, you know, pretty much at my beck and call. You know, I've got my uh, zombie Batman costume, which, you know, that would have been fun, but it's like the only thing about it is with the mask, like, you can't really talk to anybody, and, you know, it, it would get very hot in there. You know, I felt bad for the guys dressed up as Spider Man, you know. <laughs> Granted, Silk at least was nice because all she had was, the, like, the. Uh, uh, scarf around her face so like right. yeah it probably gets hot with the scarf but you could take the scarf down for a second or whatever plus you know she was taking her glasses on and off I was like man contacts are a good investment for something like that right but either way like you know there was a lot of great costuming there and all that it was cool to have a little interview session and again I like it when people do go the extra mile and do like you know fallout or something that's kind of outside of the normal anime realm especially at an anime convention. Well, and and purely anime conventions are rare. Mm -hmm. Typically it's comics and then anime is also a big part of it because they're kind of comics. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of like anime conventions can't complain when comics and video games show up because they get to show up at those conventions. I was going to say, that's a picture that I'm actually going to upload from my phone and stuff that I have from the con later on, was that we did go into the video game room. It was kind of sparse. Um, they had a couple of, uh, I don't know what the brand name is, but they did have a couple of the machines that play, like, all of the old, like, NES, Super NES. like the- Yeah, their video game room. That was their last year, too. That was really cool. Yeah, they had a couple of machines doing that. They were they had a couple of different ones running different fighting games. They had this other one that took up a whole corner, which I want to say was like Artemis Bridge Simulator, but it, I think it was a different game entirely, but there was like five people playing it, and they were doing like different stations, I'm guessing. So yeah. I'm not sure. I think I saw a picture of that, actually, yeah. Yeah, I'm not it, sure. It was a weird-looking game. Yeah, I'm not sure what it was, but it was kind of intriguing. Um, and then I did manage to get a picture because we walked by and they had a rock band set up going. Nice. And there was one anime character of which I don't know because it's one I haven't seen. And they had a, a Joker and Harley Quinn and they were doing Eye of the Tiger. And it's like, where else are you going to find Joker? That, that's kind of the best thing ever. Yeah, Joker on drums and Harley Quinn actually singing Eye of the Tiger. Like, I have to take a picture of this. <laughs> right. And it was the good Harley Quinn, like the classic yeah, style. Yeah, they... There was, there was a girl a... dressed up as the new Harley Quinn, yeah. and there was a girl dressed up as a classic. Mm-hmm. 
And um, there I was one that was kind of lazy that just had like the Harley Quinn dress, and it's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but there was a girl that was uh, actually like really dressed up as. Uh, yeah, didn't didn't have like the um, Harley Quinn headdress, but she had like the blonde hair and the domino mask, but then had like the the uh, you know Harley Quinn outfit from the neck down, basically. So, right, but, all yeah. the way down to the mismatched shoes, which I loved. <laughs> well, that's how it works. But in general, like yeah, the, and the the Joker guy was dressed up really well too, which that was a funny exchange between the loud, obnoxious heroine girl and. <laughs> And, and him, where he's like, well, define crime. And he's, like, twirling his crowbar. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was like, no, this, this would be comical. <laughs> and then I, there was one guy dressed up as uh, Saitama, you know, One Punch Man, who was yeah. asking me, like, do you think the Ghostbusters could take down Saitama? I'm like, Saitama is alive. <laughs> like, he's not a ghost. Why? Would yeah, I, I don't think they would be fighting in the first place, because no. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like saying, could the could Ghostbusters take down Batman? Um, is Batman dead? <laughs> is Batman yeah, a ghost? Is it, is it Ghost Batman? Then right. yes. Yes, then yes. That they, is our... they can take down any ghost. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. There was actually, I don't know, again, I don't know what anime yeah, it's Yeah, there from. was a ghost there, there a with ghost. a girl. Yes. Who was a little girl who had a ghost that was attached to her or something. It was weird. Yeah, they had like a red flower in the ghost's like outfit and they were wearing a sheet. And it was funny because we were walking past the registration booth and they were going to register. And then all of a sudden the ghost like saw us and was like cowering behind people. And it's like, don't worry, we didn't bring a trap. You're okay. <laughs> nice. Here for fun, not business, you know. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was that was kind of comical. We kept running into them throughout the entire convention, and they're just like, "Oh God, no!" It's like, "Don't." <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's yeah. like we forgot our thing. You're cool it for was, now. Yeah, was, we didn't bring a trap. Yeah, but it was funny because she's like, "Yeah, I kind of have to protect her and stay next to her." And I was like, I had my proton gun in my hand, so I was like, "Well, I can't pull you away." <laughs> kind of like fishing line style, you know? <laughs> right. That's about all I can do. <laughs> I mean, maybe if I tweak the settings, I could probably, like, completely... Explode you. Yeah, but I don't... That's not Ghostbusters. They don't explode ghosts, even though... Yeah. Which I don't understand. Like, let's put them in captivity for all eternity, but let's not kill them. That seems slightly more cruel. Well, that's kind of like saying, let's, put, let's like, put down every stray puppy we find, you know? <laughs> it's like... At least yeah, except the stray puppies don't fuck with shit. Yeah, well, some do. <laughs> not well, necessarily those, on purpose, but... If they're, they're you know... Hands. If they are if they are chasing entire buildings of people out of the building, mm-hmm. I mean maybe put them down. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. At least I like the idea is like, yeah, Walter Peck's bitching about you know EPA violations, but it's like we're being humane. We're putting the ghosts in containment. Seriously. Like, you know, you really want to bitch about it? Like at least we're putting at least we're putting people's dead loved ones ghosts or whatever in 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 a containment unit where they will be fine and safe. Unless some asshole comes and turns it off. Right. Dick. <laughs> oh, wait, dickless, excuse me. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it was, it was still kind of funny that we had that kind of interaction there. And, you know, I didn't expect it at all, but, you know, it was cool. Yeah. You know, the, the I mean, there were people dressed up as other non-anime characters. There was a Lady Loki and a Lady Thor, which was kind of nice. You know, it was, at least they got, you know, some recognition because the Lady Thor and well, actually the Lady Loki was in the Masquerade Contest, but uh, Lady Thor won, which, you know, I like the fact that Lady Loki got on stage and was like, say my name. And I was like, last time I was in Germany. <laughs> right. 
nice. I had a problem with getting on my knees, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Giggity. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was it was a great time. But in you know, but speaking of the video game room, like I said, it was you know, it was pretty sparse. They did have a Street Fighter tournament getting ready to kick off as we were there, but uh, one of the girls that actually was working the convention that um, also was doing Fallout, she was dressed as the mysterious stranger, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I knew that girl. Yeah, yeah, it's a friend of ours, so it was kind of cool. Like, oh, hey, somebody we actually know here, you know. Well, we did see another guy that we knew, but he's another guy that we knew. Right, right. But, <laughs> we yeah. were kind of like, oh, hey, it's you. <laughs> nice to see you. And he's like, I don't even really like anime. And I'm like, what are you doing here? <laughs> That's a great way to start off a conversation at an anime. <laughs> and he's like, I was just kind of like, just walking around to see what's I going mean, I on. I mean, I know the dude likes animation because he likes uh, far, uh, Gallic, uh, uh, Gravity Falls, which I just got my kids into watching because it's on Hulu now. So, Yeah. But in general, it was just kind of like, you know, like, if you don't like this, why are you here? Other than the fact that you have nothing better to do, which, I mean, that makes sense, but... If I don't like something, I'm not going to go. <laughs> yeah, why, like why they've got a go? Christian concert going on at you know Three Rivers, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go to that. <laughs> right? It's not it's my not thing. something we're into. Right? Not. I mean, you know, I'm not opposed to it, but it's not my thing either. So, more power to you. But in general, like, it was kind of funny. We ran into her, and she was like, "Yeah, there's like 60 participants in the Street Fighter tournament." It's like, holy shit! Okay, I'm not going to be in the room when that happens because I probably won't be able to get out. <laughs> oh man, I would love to be there for that. I I wanted so badly to go to Evo this year, mm-hmm. which is for those that don't know, it's the big fighting game tournament. Right. And I've been wanting to go for years, and one of these years I'm gonna go, and it's gonna be fucking great. Right. I mean, I was organizing Street Fighter competitions back in fucking, literally in fucking, like, fourth grade. Yeah, and that's the thing, is it's like, they had a a pretty good selection of games, like, they even had one machine running NBA Jam. I was a little disappointed there was no N64 with GoldenEye or Star Fox, at least, but hey, you know. You're old. I know I'm old. Shut up. Give me my fucking wheelchair. (laughs) Man, I'll I'll tell you what, though. Those games aren't dead. I mean, that's one of the great things about the speedrun community, is people are playing the old games... And one of the things I love about the the speed run is even if you don't do the whole speed run in a game like, you know, Fallout or Skyrim or Diablo, mm-hmm. they teach you the fastest route to get to the part of the game you want to play the most. Right. So on a whim, you can go and play your favorite part as quickly as possible. That's really fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, um, speaking kind of backtracking a little bit when we were talking about the uh, the plague doctor or plague knights or whatever from shovel knight um actually i see the picture you're talking about with two of them i didn't see the other one but the one that has the really awesome costume the yeah. actual like you know by the way while we've been talking i went and signed up for crunchy roll there you go are they free or not uh yes you can get higher definition and no ads if you subscribe yeah, well, you know, I'm poor, so well, we got I, I'm not gonna subscribe to. So. I'm not gonna pay either, but I'll watch the free anime and open a new tab when it's on a commercial. Right. Yeah. Or go look at your Facebook or something. Yeah. Right. Yep. There's the Joker and Harley. I see a picture of them too. But yeah, I mean, in general, they had a really good turnout. I think, and 
that's you know we you'll hear it in the interview you've heard it in the interview we were talking about like you know what kind of things they'd like to see done and how it's grown i guess it's been going for 10 years i didn't know it'd been going for that long i've oh, wow. about it in the well, last five or six years yeah 10 years next year right 10 years officially next year yeah this is the 10th con but it's 10 years next year so. yeah i i'm gonna talk to them about getting us a booth so we can just sit and do like you know, anime interviews for like three hours. That would be so much fun. That would definitely. Yeah, be. just like get all the people together. Yeah. That walked by, but like, hey, come talk to us. Yeah, you want to talk about your your outfit and what you like, etc. Yeah, maybe maybe have something to give away. I, I don't know what yet, but maybe like a pin or a sticker or something like that. I I would make it like geek related, just. Yeah. Well, I mean, you would do like a box press radio pin and then also have like a, you know, uh, fucking Naruto pin or pick your popular anime or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll or see. just a, a custom character or something like that. Right. Well, that, yeah. There you go. Box also, one of the things I've been wanting to kind of do uh, since Kelly, my sister-in-law, is a fucking incredible artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about having her do a piece of art to give away, so maybe that would be a cool time to do that. There you go. Sounds interesting. Uh, Yeah. I also went to elementary school with somebody who is a famous street artist and did some, like, Nordstrom shoes Hmm. um, and does, like, you know, $100,000 pieces of art. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to talk with him about doing something for charity, so... Oh, we forgot to mention the funniest part of the masquerade thing. What? There was a guy... Oh, who the did dancer? A, who did a dance, who was dressed as a dragon, and apparently he did this dance at a recent furry con. Yes. <laughs> I did see it. I saw a picture of a furry as well. Well, there's a few... There were a few... Yeah, there was there. a lot of... Uh, there was a, quite a few furries mm-hmm. there. There was a guy dressed up as a dog where, like, everybody that we were around, they were like, what is that from? I don't know. Maybe it's just a furry walking around. It is an anime convention. Right, yeah. But it was a, it just, he was dressed as a dog. Right. Yeah, there were, there were a bunch of those at the uh, Asian culture thing we went to as well. Right, yeah. Yeah, so, but no, this guy was dressed as a dragon, mm-hmm. and his, his dance was, like, several songs all wow. in one, and one was uh, "Where do you get that body from?" I get it from my daddy. Yeah, the the sigh song. Yeah, fucking <laughs> wow. hilarious. And he was actually a good dancer, which made it even more messed yes, up. Yes, like Andrew was sitting there, just like I cannot believe this. I was like, "This is awesome." I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what I've stepped into now. I was and like, even, "Come on, even, honey, it's a furry." Even even one of the hosts was like, "I was with you until I heard." Where do you get that body from? I got it from my daddy. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty amazing. In fact, there's actually another uh, convention coming up in Merrillville in September. Called oh, Comment. that's like, that's right by me. Yes, and it's September 23rd through the 25th. Oh, Tastiest well, convention I'm, in town, it says. I'm going to go find that and go to it because Ashley also is... Stoked. She's either going to get the day off work, she requested it off mm-hmm. for Gen Con, or she's going to call off that day because, yeah. you know, I at this point, she needs any excuse to wear that $300 corset. Indeed. Indeed. So, yes, yeah, she can be your, your uh, ship captain. So, there you go. What did you say that thing was called? Ramen Con. Ramen Con. Yes. Just wow. like ramen noodles. The tastiest convention in town, it says. And I'm like, yeah, if you're my daughter. <laughs> I mean, real ramen, though, is delicious. 
Well, I guess if you go to like the the places that actually make the ramen and like yeah, real real ramen style. is not like the fucking Marikan. Oh, I know, I know. Grocery store ramen. It's basically noodle soup with Asian flavors. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I mean. I've actually done like the oh make this it. convention is at the Radisson where they didn't get the license to be able to put on the cigar event the big smoke oh there you Midwest smoke out yeah it's those stupid fucks well you know I, I kind of can see it I mean like at least they were in the casino in Hammond so like smoking's kind of like legal there you know right so I kind of understand but still you know. I mean, again, it's kind of stupid to go to a cigar convention in a convention center where you can't smoke while you're there. It's kind of like, yeah, that's here, crazy. everybody go outside of this, not to this undisclosed location, you know, behind the Wendy's, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Which that was from the con, too, but it was funny. No, but I mean, in general, we had a great time. Like, we definitely, I'm definitely thinking about going back next year. And if we do, I definitely want to do, like, the whole, like, all three days. Like, we would have loved to stay. that would have been cheaper. Yes, it would have been cheaper, even though we got in for free, but still. No, uh, but the best thing was they had they were doing a Mystery Science Theater 3000. If we had stayed there late, they were doing, like, a Mystery Science Theater 3000 riff on hentai. Oh, wow. Yes, if we'd have stayed there from like, midnight. That's super weird and awesome. If we'd have stayed there till from midnight to, like, 2 a.m., we would have gotten to get in on that. But, I mean, that, that was, like, I hope they bring that back for next year. That sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, I would love to have checked that out, even though I would also feel really weird because it's like, I kind of want to beat off right now, but <laughs> can't yeah. do it all these <laughs> Yeah, don't be Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Which, funny enough, that will be in our skits for Friday. Yes. There is a Pee Wee Herman skit where... Um, it's a balloon pop skit, yes. The balloon pop, but uh, Pee Wee Herman will be pulling out his penis at the end. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of disappointed though because I was doing the whole tequila dance from Big Adventure and she's like she's not doing that. I'm like, how the fuck do you not do that dance when you're Pee Wee Herman? Right? That <laughs> seems like a missed opportunity of ages. Oh, yeah, shit. we have actually suggested to her to add more of Pee Wee Herman's dances into her skit because she's not doing a whole lot of them except for like maybe the one where she's like moving her hands above her head and shit. But um, like you know from the side and. I don't know how to yeah. describe it for people, but um, it's it's not the tequila dance. That's no, all I it's know. not the tequila dance, but and it's, it's not too tequila either, is it? Yeah. Oh, it is the tequila. Yeah, it is. Te- te- yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> um, but she, we told her uh, to start adding some some more of the moves, so she's gonna add a few more of his moves into it. You gotta so, do the head. You gotta do like the head nod thing, and you gotta do the like hands behind the back and then the front. Yeah, leg. that's what we told her to do: yes. the hands behind the back and the front. And mm-hmm. I was like, incorporate mm-hmm. balloon popping into that, so it looks yeah. like you, you know, actually wanted to do that with balloons. Um, so she's gonna start adding more uh, Pew Herman's parts into it mm-hmm. besides his penis. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the we've got a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies in there. But That's why I was, I was as soon as they, she was telling me there's like there's this movie and this movie, and I'm like, is this Tarantino-lesque? Because like that's what it should have been called. Four out of uh, four skits. Out of- is there is there more than one yes. from Kill Bill? No, no, there's no Kill Bill in any of it. No, but this, oh, disappointed. It's all early disappointed! Tarantino. Yes, exactly. It's all it's all early Tarantino. So there's Pulp Fiction, there's uh, Reservoir Dogs, which av- apparently they're going to change from an ear getting cut off to a dick. Which 
Okay. Hmm. That's all we have is a prop deck, man. Uh, my problem is I know that scene, and I'm sitting there going, I want to see somebody say, can you hear me now, into a dick. It's actually <laughs> pretty funny. I'm sure it is. <laughs> um, and it's uh, Sydney doing it, so... But it kind of it kind of defeats her. the purpose of can you hear me now, unless for some reason you're... You, By the way, I was going to suggest something. I know you guys have periods, like we were talking about earlier, where you need a little bit more time for a change or something like that. Uh, you should totally play Let Us Fuck. Uh, okay. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember that from yeah, Jay and I Silent Bob. That, yeah. But that would be a great intermission if you needed like ten minutes. Yeah, he does that during uh, Jay and Silent Bob get old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but you know that would be a great burlesque game. Yeah, but we're not in charge, and you know. Yeah, she probably wouldn't understand what that is either. Right. She didn't even understand what your skits are, and it's like Napoleon Dynamite and Empire Records. Yeah, plus um, we can't use the word fuck uh, on our thing. Wait, so you can get naked? We can get naked. You can't say fuck. You can get naked, you can throw around a Yes, yes. People get offended by cuss words, so we don't put cuss words in our skits. I'm I'm offended that you I'm offended at your lack of cussing. (laughs) Yes, I am offended that you can get naked but not say a quote-unquote bad word. That's fucking bullshit. Well, I mean, the hypocrisy of our nation is, is why. That's why. I mean, at least you can be naked, but I mean, the, I mean, y- are you gonna fornicate? No. I mean, there is a dildo present, ridiculous. but there is no fornication. No. Just no. throwing it around. Uh, the dildo, the prop dick, is what we call it. Will be in a few skits, actually. I, I, I think you should refer to it as the didlo. The didlo. <laughs> yes, the didlo. Didlo. I like it. it. In Twitch chat, a lot of the time we get spam bots that come in and they put the clickbait up. And usually the message is, is that a dildo in her hand? Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time they can't like speak English or other, you know, translations. So a lot of them will come into chat and type in, is that a didlo in her hand? And forever now, ever since Twitch, I've been calling dildos didlos. Nice. Yeah, and for whatever reason, that makes it much more appropriate to talk about in front of anyone. Yeah. But yes, segueing from the con and everything else, we need to talk about some video games. Well, let's not forget about the entertainments. Yeah, yeah that too, but... Yeah, entertainments. We kind of mentioned all our entertainments. Well, I didn't. I got entertainments. Okay, well, you do, do your entertainments. Let him do his entertainments. Okay, I know you've been watching stuff too during the week, so... I mean, kind of. I, mostly I watched uh, Summer Games Done Quick, which was fucking fantastic. Um, but I also have been keeping up on BattleBots, um, which is fucking incredible. It's definitely better than the first season. Um, we talked about UFC 200 already at the beginning of the show. Um, it was a great card. Uh, really good time. I'm excited for the next couple already. Um and then, what else was there? there? God, there was something entertainment related I wanted to talk about, and I can't remember now. Son of a bitch. What did you watch, Angela? Um, the normal stuff. Which is? Um, well, okay, can't think today. I can't think this whole weekend. Well, it was I, bad. I know you've watched Le- Legally Blonde. 
Well, I, we watched uh, Legally Blonde. Uh, I was just finishing it earlier today because we didn't finish it because our internet was acting crazy. Yes. Um, Which will segue into video games a little bit. Yeah, well, our internet was acting stupid one night, so I was like, dude, our internet's not working, and you're like, it's working fine for me. I was like, well, it's not working fine for me, damn it. Um, Hence why I told you, Dan, I can't wait five minutes. Oh, yeah, that's, so, yeah, that was bullshit. You should not make him leave a competitive match to reset your fucking internet. I didn't make him leave. I, I it wasn't a competitive match. It was, it was quick play. I thought it was a competitive match. It's just like, it's not working. He made himself leave. I wasn't like, get off your game. No, but again, it's like happy wife, happy life. So, (laughs) unintended force. Yeah, so, you know, it was unintended force, yes. (laughs) But yeah. That is not my fault. No means no, okay, Angela? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, video games like tea. If you want um, a cup of tea, yes. Do you want a cup of tea? Yes. No. <laughs> wow. Oh, that man. That is an awesome video. Though. Yes, it is. Um, you cannot force the person to drink the tea while if they <laughs> go unconscious while you're making the tea. That means they do not want the tea any longer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, I watched, uh, I got through the whole season. Um, Yo, but can you pour the hot tea all over their face? Yeah. No. The whole three seasons of being Mary Jane. Um, can, can you w- look at them while you drink your tea by yourself? Yes, you can sit in the same bed, but you cannot pour the tea into their mouth while but you're you, conscious. But you can have your own tea while you look at them. Yes. Creepy tea drinking. <laughs> you can give anal while they're unconscious, just not to them. Um wow. I brought anal into it. I had to. Yeah, I mean, it, it's prerequisite for the show now. Yeah. Um, I And I don't think we had mentioned it before, so. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to miss that. Yeah. Um, um, being Mary Jane, I don't think I really watched a whole lot this week just because, um, oh, I forgot. I got a new scanner person at work. Yes. Oh, shit. That's a big deal. We've been talking about that every week. I got a helper thing. On Friday, because I took Thursday off because my mom had to go um, into the back surgery, which uh, I guess went fine, which is good. Uh, My brother got out of jail on Thursday, too, which was not fine. Um, I thought he was supposed to be in there a long time. He was was in there for over a year. Um, I was thinking like eight years or something like that. I mean, I wish, but Mm -hmm. uh, he got out and promptly got drunk. (laughs) Took I mean, car. I'm not going to hold that against him, honestly. Well, no. I am because he's an idiot. He's I mean, idiot. yeah, but. And he gets out and he promptly, like, he doesn't care about my mom. He takes her truck, doesn't have a license, and takes her phone. See, now that's a problem. If you stay at home and get drunk. No. Because or go mom, to the bar, even. My mom will not allow him to bring alcohol into the house because she is like, no, you're not allowed to bring alcohol here because you're an alcoholic. But he will go out and get drunk and come back, and then she'll be all pissed off. And I'm like, I don't know why you're surprised. <laughs> um, I, I, I understand that whole conundrum as someone that lived in a house where they didn't want you to bring meat into the house, but it was okay if you went outside and ate it, but they'll still give you shit about it when you're back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's an idiot when he gets drunk, and he's driving my mom's truck around with no yes. license. Now, that is a problem. So, you know, and that's how he lost his license. He's gotten at least 100 
OWIs or DWIs or whatever the fuck. Jesus. That's like a record. So, like, he every time he goes out and drinks, he drives a vehicle and he's, like, getting caught because, you know, one day he's just going to kill people. But um, he always gets pulled over and gets caught and then gets thrown back in jail and stupid bullshit. Anyways, mm-hmm. so I go to work on Friday after being off all day on Thursday. I come to, like, a pile of fucking uh, packages like two piles of packages, actually, because there's priority file and regular uh, pile. Um, and I'm sitting there just, like, looking at my list that I, of priorities that I have to get done that day and looking at my piles, and I'm like, this will never get done. I will never be able to get through this. And I was about ready to have a conniption, then all of a sudden my boss comes in, and she's like, this is Taylor. She will be helping you and Deb with your skin. Yeah, was it Taylor Swift? No. But she was okay. blonde, which is funny. Um, and she, only if she only if she brought Tom Hiddleston, so I could be like, "Run away, run away fast." <laughs> but <laughs> we'll she, be in a song soon. <laughs> but she was. Uh, I felt bad for her because all she did um, all day Friday was scan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, isn't that literally her job, though? Well, she was. Uh, she's. She also has to do, like, um, online training before she starts work. But since I had so much sitting there, the, my boss was like, we will let you do that, like, on Monday. We just need you to help her start scanning now. Um, eventually, she's going to train on um, Deb's job, who does the uh, verifications, uh, which was originally what I did in the beginning was uh, verifications and the imaging, which became too much. So they, they hired Deb. And then it's too much for both of us now to do on some sometimes of the month because Deb's end of the month and I'm beginning of the month where we're both jam-packed with shit. So they brought her on to learn Deb's job and my job, but she just happened to be hired on during the first week of July where I have the most shit to do. So uh. I kind of felt bad for her because even though she was there all day scanning, she still didn't get through my stacks. Damn. Yeah, that's how much fucking shit I had to scan that day. I was just like, I love you to my box. She was like, well, I love you every day. I was like, yes, but today I love you more. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, I don't know how the fuck this shit's going to get done. And then she walked in with like the light of my life for that day. It It was awesome. Wow. I texted Andrew. I was like, you have no idea how excited I am. I'm like, you have a minion. Yes. Get me coffee. <laughs> I will not send her for coffee. God damn it. Unless she wants coffee. And I'm like, if you're going that way, take my cup too. <laughs> but I will not wow. be like, bitch, go get my coffee. Because that, that, would, that would be mean. What's the point of having a minion then? <laughs> <laughs> oh, believe me. I was, I was like, um, I was training her mm-hmm. on how to do it my way. <laughs> because no, that's like the title I feel like that should be the title of a book or something yeah but I because in the beginning like um our boss who doesn't really do much of my job hardly ever she was trying to tell her what to do and I was sitting there like talking over her uh no you do it like this <laughs> she was like okay we're gonna do it like this <laughs> and she started showing her I was like no you do it like this <laughs> mm-hmm. And then when she left the room, I was like, okay, here's how I do this. And here's how I do this. And here's how I do this. So, you know, that, 
that reminds me, by the way, um, one of the things I had happen at work was they decided that I should train the interns to take the photos. Um, it's a good thing. I, I much prefer that they take the photos and I edit the photos and then I can deal with the ones they have issues with getting the pictures of. That way, basically, I only have to take a third as many photos, um, which is much better for my time. So when I went to go train them, unfortunately, the photo box software was having an issue where it wouldn't let us save the images. Mm-hmm. So... I, I had to send an email to the support team that is in Italy and only responds on their normal hours, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, it's like 14 hours difference or something obnoxious like that. Um, so they got back to me and I was able to fix the issue, even though it was not at all what they told me to do. I figured it out myself, basically. Um but yeah, it's it's interesting teaching high school interns how to take professional fucking jewelry photos of, you know, multi-thousand dollar pieces of jewelry. Like, the people that they've been hiring have all been in, like, the lower 20s. Like, the girl that, that is my scanner person is, like, 21. But she looks like she's, like, 18 at the oldest. Like, seriously looks so young. And then there's another, like... I could never be a cougar. I was telling Andrew this the other day. I could never yeah. be a cougar. There was a really good you don't do enough guy blow. that got hired. And I was like, I bet he gets a lot of girls. But he looks young. And I cannot do that. Like, I just want to pat him on the head and be like, it's okay. It's okay. You're a baby. It's okay. I cannot go there. I was going to say, you know how I feel at the anime convention where I'm like... She's got clothing that doesn't cover her hips and kind of part of her ass. Oh, my God, that one? <laughs> like, younger girls, I can do that. Yeah. Younger girls all day long. Me too. <laughs> younger guys, though? No. But younger girls? Again, I agree wholeheartedly. I'm like, oh, my God, this girl was at the anime convention, and it was her and her friend and her friend's daughter, which was the cutest thing in the fucking world. They were all three... Like, dressed almost the same, except one was in white, one was in green, and the little girl was in green, too. But this girl was, like, gorgeous. I kept looking at Andrew, and Andrew's like, "Uh uh-huh. I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Like, yep. (laughs) oh, my God. Like, I couldn't even just go near her. You know, it is really, really disappointing that it's inappropriate to use terrible fucking trashy pickup lines on girls at anime conventions. <laughs> like I realize that that's not appropriate and I would never do it, but it makes me really sad because I would do it in a purely humorous way right, unless they were into it. And then I'd be down yeah. to pound, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it, it just feels like such a, a fucking missed opportunity. But my thing is a, cosplay does not constitute consent let me put that out there right and that's that's what i'm getting at but at the same time i feel like i should be able to make really like like in poor taste jokes because fun my thing is i'm sitting here thinking like she's really cute and i feel bad because i'm thinking like i would do dirty things (laughs) but then on top of that it's like I, i have respect but on top of that i'm like because of all that my head like, yeah, soldiers take bullets and stuff overseas, but you're fucking brave as shit. 
<laughs> right? Especially being that young. Like, holy damn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen a few. So the the place where I've seen the most, like, I, actually, I would say the least clothed cosplay was in Florida at Megacon. Yeah. And I know, like, some of the bigger ones, like Dragon Con and some of the other ones, which is part of why I want to go, to be totally honest. Um, but literally the first costume I saw when I got to Megacon and walked into the convention hall was this girl that just had, like, fucking electrical tape as X's over her nipples. That was that was the only thing. <laughs> like, just... The nipple, not the whole like areola, like fucking, you know, the brown spot was there. Mm-hmm. And then a fucking, I don't know how she kept it on, a fucking band aid over the pussy crack. Wow. Wow. Like literally, that's it. Must a fucking band aid. All get out because I do not stay dry down there. I was gonna say, like, must have used like all of the talcum powder she could find. Like. All I all I can figure is that she did a lot of kegels and like super glued that to the end of a fucking didlo. Mm-hmm. Didlo. <laughs> wow. But no, yeah, a friend of mine was there too working the con. Mm-hmm. Um, another friend of ours, she was there working the registration booth. She was outside before we were leaving. She was like, she was talking to another girl that was doing uh, cosplay, and the girl like turned around to go inside, and she was like, "All right, bye. Look really good in that outfit." Yeah. And like that, yeah. <laughs> she's like, "I would say more, but I don't know how old she is." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, it's like, wow. I feel like I've walked the like, you know, I'm the 33 year old man here, like. I feel awkward. Yeah, but there were some really old guys there, too. Yes, I mean, the guy dressed as Satama, but it was funny because like, he was wearing a beanie cap, and I'm like, Satama's bald. Take off the fuck. I, I, know, I know we aren't, like, the hottest guys in the world, Andrew. Yeah. But when I go to a, when I go to a convention, I feel real good about myself. But the yeah. men there aren't the best looking. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. I feel real good the, about that. Me. Do the anime characters that are like highly androgynous as shit, and it's like, are you a chick? Are you a dude? I know there was a couple that I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> there was a couple really that I was tell. like, wait, oh this yeah, guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were oh. a couple that I passed at C2E2 this year, where both Ashley and I walked past and like stopped and turned, and we were like. I'm not sure. Do you know? I don't know. And like we'd pass them like three or four times, and finally one of them, I, I went up and I was like, "Hey, bro, can I get a picture?" And she was like, "Yeah, sure." And I was like, oh, "Not a bro." <laughs> <laughs> well, found out. <laughs> I was gonna say you you kind of have to talk to him to figure it out, but sometimes yeah, men that's purely why. Like early voices. I I told Ashley to not the... even take the picture. Just like pretend you're taking a picture. Yeah, well, it's like the one guy that was in the uh, the Mountain Dew drinking contest. Like, he was partnered with a chick that had some awesome boobs in a oh shirt. Oh, my God. Yeah. In a shirt that barely fit over the boobs. And she kept jumping. And I was like, keep jumping. Keep <laughs> jumping. Like, she had some nice boobs. I wish I, got, I, I wish. I wish I got a picture of this girl. She was gorgeous. And these boobs were, like, just... Even more gorgeous. <laughs> Best boobs I've ever seen. But then she was partnered with this shirt. with this guy that was doing cosplay from some anime. But he had this like, like pink hair anime wig. And I'm like, I don't think that was a wig. 
It was a wig. It was a wig? Yes. Because I, I swear to God, I yes. thought he just dyed his hair There is that way. no way in hell you could dye your hair and style it that way and keep it that way throughout no. the entire con. There's, there's gel that's colored gel. Either way, that would, that would be like a whole tub of that shit. <laughs> the way I mean, this dude looked. I wish I got a picture of him too, but wow. I was like, I don't know. The dude's kind of like androgynous. I'm guessing it's a dude because I pick up on some manly features, yeah. but wow. But yeah, it was, yeah, that was kind of interesting for the whole thing. But yeah, um, video games, because we covered entertainment, I think, unless you had something. Yeah, no, I, I can't think of what it was that I was going to talk about, but I'm sure I will halfway through games. Yeah. And then we'll just go back and forth. Yeah, we'll just mention it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I mean, video games, I really haven't been doing much, still kind of plunking away at uh, Wolfenstein, the new order. Um, it's kind of sad. I'm really obsessed with the soundtrack to that game. Um, not the, not necessarily the actual like score, but the actual like the, the idea that they went with with like, okay, if we did 1960s songs, but in German and give them kind of a Nazi twist, you know, like I've really yeah. been digging. The hey, song. Uh, real quick, let's uh, let's take a break, and I'm gonna grab some ice for my bourbon. And I'm going to restart call note and call you guys back so our, our show doesn't cut off halfway through. Okay, sounds good. All right, we'll be right back, you guys. Yep. Hello. Hello. All right, and we're back. So now I have bourbon, and call note won't fuck us. Yay. So that's a thing. Um, but yeah, so we were, you were talking about Wolfenstein. Yeah, I've been plunking away at that. Um, I did finish The Old Bloods. It's a very short kind of... Essentially, it's kind of funny how they marketed it. It's like basically DLC, but they ended up selling it separate to everything else. Um, And it's a prequel. Fuck you, Skype. Shut up. (laughs) I got background noise. Fuck you. Anyway. But no, um, basically the... uh, um, uh, shit, what was it? Oh, yeah, the old blood is basically like it, it's a prequel to the new order. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, I kind of see why people weren't very happy with it because, again, like the new order was doing something new and different with the franchise and pushing it forward, whereas the old blood literally is the old blood. Like it's going all the way back to World War II and everything else. I mean, yeah, it's a prequel to what basically transpired to get everybody to where New Order started. But, I mean, it's still it's still as fun, and I liked playing that first because, like, I hadn't played either one of them, so it was kind of nice to be able to, like, play that one to get used to, like, how the weapons work and everything else. So, I mean, I enjoyed playing through it, but I do think that I like Wolfenstein the New Order better. Um, yes, I know my half-German is coming out, <laughs> but... In general, like, I, I love the soundtrack idea of them saying, like, let's take, like, the 1960s aesthetic as far as popular music goes and let's, like, you know, do our own sort of, like, Nazi spin on everything. And, like, I've been, li- like, I found an entire playlist of all of the songs, including the ones that didn't actually make it into the game um, because the rights holders, because they did three of them that are covers of already known songs. And then they did, like, some original pieces, which 
I love it, but part of like there's part of my brain that's like the historian that like there's one song that has a very doo-wop style. And like I don't see Nazis at all doing doo-wop. I mean I get the idea that like maybe they want to like appropriate it as propaganda. But on the other hand, it's like I can't see like there it's uh it doesn't fit the culture, so it doesn't to speak. Doesn't fit the culture, but it's funny to think of in my head because like I'm thinking of like a temptation style like group, the way the song goes, because it's talk it's uh it's called Berlin Boys and Stuttgart Girls. Oh wow. Yeah, and it's a it's a very doo wop song and they even it even has like guys in the background singing the lyrics and like shooby doo and all that. And I'm imagining like a bunch of guys in Nazi uniforms on stage like doing the like temptations like shuffle shovel like dance, whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> it's just hilarious to think about in my head. Do you really say shuffle shovel? Yeah, because it looks like they're shoveling, like you know. Like I can't you can't shuffling see me, and so yes, exactly. But it's it's funny to like hear all these different songs. Like they did a cover of Johnny Lee Hooker, who is a rhythm and blues musician. They did a cover of his song "Boom Boom," but they turned it literally into a shuffle. So they took all of the whole soul and rhythm and blues bit out of it and turned it into like a soulless song. You know, it's like it's literally just like almost a country western style shuffle. It's kind of funny how they did it, but I think they did an amazing job with that. In fact, I'm sitting here going, "I want more of that." Like that's awesome. Right. But in general, like, the gameplay is pretty cool. I really like, you know, I like what they've done to kind of push the series forward. Even though they kind of take, they kind of took everything from uh, the 2009 Wolfenstein game, which I didn't play, so I really don't have too much of a frame of reference for what happened in that game. Um, but in general, like, I've just, I've really had fun with it. I was glad I picked it up on the Steam, yeah, the Steam Summer Sale say that five times fast right but, you know the, but I'm glad I picked that up as kind of something to do like other than Fallout and when I can't play Overwatch which you know most of the time I can't play Overwatch because nobody I know is online or I'm busy doing other shit so yeah you know. but in general like I, I've really had a lot of fun with that I like the weapons I like the characters even though sometimes it's kind of funny because I'm like the main character is built like a brick shit house. Yeah, he can't do simple things, you know. Yeah. But it's still kind of fun to play around with, and I kind of like the other char- Excuse me, the other characters in the game that you end up meeting because they're all very different. Like, there's even a former Nazi, which I finally got to his backstory, where they're like, "This is what happened," and it's like, "Oh, I kind of see why he switched sides now," you know. Right. And I like the idea that. <coughs> when you first meet him even BJ is like you know you need to lose those tattoos and he's like well maybe when the Nazis are finally defeated I'll get rid of the tattoos but for right now they're a reminder you know I was young and stupid when I got them you know (laughs) right but yeah it's it's kind of you know it's a it's a good game I mean it's basically kind of a straightforward shooter which I like because it kind of harkens back to the old school games there's even a in the old blood, they do it a lot more often, but in, in uh, the main game so far that I've played in, in New Order, um, they have a, a bedroll in the like headquarters that you're in that you can go to sleep on and you have nightmares, but the nightmares are the old school Wolfenstein levels. Yeah. Even though you're still using the modern guns, which kind of like the modern weirds. Yeah, the modern guns and some more modern textures, like the food and stuff is like the, the textures in the game which is a little weird, but on the other hand, it's kind of fun to be able to still go back and play like the old Wolfenstein levels, you know, because I, yeah. 
I loved playing that. Like that, you know, I was I was one of those guys that was raised on the classic PC shooters like Newton 3D and all that stuff. So it's kind of nice to still be able to play that nostalgia without without having to like go and download the game and DOSBox and all that stuff to play them currently. But mm-hmm. so yeah, I've loved that game. Um, still messing around with Fallout, of course, but everybody's heard me talk to death about that at this point. I'm not really getting any further than I started, so whatever. Um, Cause I keep finding new shit to do, um, but yeah. So I mean, haven't played any Overwatch this week. I'm a little bit, you know. Even at the anime convention, there was some art from somebody there that had Diva, Mercy, and uh, Widowmaker. Like they were selling the like original art that they did, and it's like, right? Want to go home and play Overwatch now? <laughs> yeah, I would like to play Overwatch again, but I don't know when that'll be. But we'll see. Yeah, I'll get there. In general, you know, especially now that we finally got our our placements, because we finally went through the competitive mode and got our placements, which you actually did better than me, because I yeah, I think by like what like two points or something though, like it's not a big disparity. You are forty eight or forty six. I want to say I'm forty three. So yeah, it's not. Yeah, I got I got placed at forty six. So yeah, like three points. Yeah, but still, you did better than I because I didn't realize how the scale worked. I thought it was the other way around, where like one hundred is the best. I didn't realize it was the other way around. No, it, 100 is the best, isn't it? Yeah, because I started at 40, uh, I think 46 or something, mm-hmm. and then I got I went up one rank, mm-hmm. or two ranks or something. Mm-hmm. It goes up. I don't know. I was reading online, and it was saying that it was going backwards the other way, whereas number one is the best and number and 100. I mean, they, they might have changed it, but it definitely was going up when I last played, when we last played. Okay. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. But, yeah, we need to get Angela caught up so she can do some competitive. I mean, she can she can get some levels on her own. Solo queues is all right for leveling up. Like that? <laughs> That's how they go home. I'm just saying, like you, you know, you, you got time <laughs> when you're home and I'm at work and shit. You know. Whatevs, man. Exactly. But no, in general, I uh, you know I haven't really been doing too much gaming wise, so other than just checking out that Wolfenstein stuff. But uh, uh, the only other thing I did was while we were at the con because I wanted to be different and not play Pokemon Go because I'm not a Pokemon dude. So, Although I'm really interested because everybody's into it. I just want to see what it's about. I don't know. It's, it's fun. It's a, it's a nice diversion. I've been playing. Um, and it's... I know. I mean, it's, it's Ingress. If you ever... I know you didn't play that game, but our listeners... I played Ingress a little bit. Not much. I played it like when it initially first came out because I heard Rex talk about it. But I yeah, have, like, I'm not deep into it, so... It's pretty much exactly Ingress. Like, it even uses the same locations. Mm-hmm. Um, and all you do is, like, randomly Pokemon will spawn. Like, if you're by the water, mm-hmm. um, you know, then you're going to find water Pokemon and so on and so forth. And then you can take your Pokemon to gyms, which are like the the big places in Ingress, and you can take them over if yours is higher level. Hmm. So, you know, it, it's not all that complicated. I just like it because it's Pokemon, and they show up in altered reality on your camera. 
So it makes for some fun pictures. Like I put a Pidgey in the trash, and I had Titus in the stroller, and an Eevee showed up. I did see one sitting on a toilet. That was kind of funny. Yeah, like there's there's some pretty entertaining shit coming out of it. Um, and it is good that people are out fucking walking around. Like that is genuinely a good thing. I get that till winter hits, especially around here. It's like fuck that, I'm not going for anything. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think there's going to be a lot of that. You know, I'm actually looking forward to like months from now when it falls off and it's not as popular because the servers have been hot fucking garbage. So yeah, but yeah, I mean. Everybody there was playing it and talking about, like, they even mentioned it during the uh, Masquerade thing where they're like, there's nothing in here but Zubats, <laughs> which I don't even know what the fuck those are, but it sounded funny. Right. You know, they're yeah. like, you know. It's a, it's a shitty common bat Pokemon. I gathered that much from the way they were talking about it. Like, it's got to be something that nobody gives a shit about. But it was funny because he's like, there's nothing in here but Zubats and Ratatatas or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But they were talking about that, and I was like, eh. And then I was sitting there going, well, I'm bored. Hey, Ghostbusters has a new mobile game. I'm going to check that out. So I started playing that for a little bit. Nice. Getting kind of meta with it. but it was... I'm actually kind of surprised. We'll probably see it. I'm surprised there's not like an Ingress-style Ghostbusters game. They had one, actually. It came out a few years ago. I actually used to play it for... I was going to say, that seems like an easy transition. Like, you go to certain spots that are haunted, quote-unquote... And you, you know, shoot the ghost and then you throw out the trap like you would capture a Pokemon, essentially. It didn't work so much like Ingress. It worked more like, um, I'm probably the only person who's played this, but uh, they had a Captain Morgan-themed, like, pirate game, which is called, like, Captain's Conquest or something like that, where there was, like, locations around your house. You didn't actually have to go to them, but it would show you a map, and then you could go here and, like, attack other pirates. It was kind of along those lines. Like, I've played it, like, in Headwaters Park sometimes. But, like, in general, like, I haven't really, like, gone out of my way to go places like you would for Pokemon Go or Ingress. So, it's not so much about, it's not really location-based. Like, I can sit in my kitchen and do it. You know, it doesn't really matter where you go. But they'll spawn a ghost, and then you'll, you know, you'll have your your Neutrona Wand deal to take out the ghost from your Proton Pack, and then you'll have a trap. And then it'll give you, like, a card saying, like, the details about the ghost. And, you know, sometimes you'll find a Slimer or a Stay Puffed or something like that. But it's very random. But it came out, like, years ago, so it's kind of outdated now. Um, But they did have one initially. This one is more of, like, a straight-up, like, mobile slash, like... It's kind of a tycoon game because there's, like, depositing money in a bank and getting money from a bank. And every once in a while you'll get a notification like, oh, your reward's ready. And you'll get, like, a random card or something that's, like, you know, uncommon or money or gold pieces or whatever. But right. it's not too bad. I mean, for for kind of a generic mobile game, you know, you do get to pick characters. And it does revolve a little bit more around the new film. So you'll have, like, female Ghostbusters giving you your marching orders and a, a male receptionist that looks vaguely like the character in the film. Mm-hmm. But in general, like, it's not too bad. I mean, you do get, you know, upgrades and you can change the color of your packs. Like, they have a deal going on now where you pay, like... And they do have microtransactions, obviously, but they have, like, a pack where you can get a Stars and Stripes skin for your Proton pack, you know? Which I'm like, okay, that's kind of stupid, but whatever. I mean, I could see some people going for it. Yeah, it makes sense. Right, especially after Fourth of July and everything. But in general, it, I mean, it's kind of a simple little mobile game. You go to, like, this, this like uh, apartment complex, and 
each level is a different floor and you just kind of work your way up to, to defeating more ghosts and you get little power-ups like you can get a uh, uh, proton grenade you can use to kind of take out multiple enemies at once instead of having to blast them. You do have to recharge your your proton gun every once in a while. Um, they 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 do it kind of a combination of like we were talking about before, where you can blast the ghosts and and just explode them, and then they have some that have like a shield you have to wear down, and then you have to move them over to a trap. Yeah, but like they, they, you know, they kind of do it that way, which I think gives more variety to gameplay. Even though, like I said, I have a problem with the whole exploding ghost thing, but eh, whatever. But I mean, it's not too bad. It's kind of fun. It was something to kind of do in the meantime, especially while we were waiting for them to quit stalling and get the judges out to evaluate the the masquerade and stuff. It was just kind of something for me to do in the meantime. Right. That wasn't Pokemon Go, which everybody else was doing, and it was kind of nuts. <laughs> yeah. Apparently there was a gym there too, which was kind of funny. But yeah, that probably created a lot of uh, angry looks at each other. I didn't see a lot of angry looks, but I just kind of like, you know, it was funny because there was a guy like we were waiting in like the the uh, the con ops area, like for Caitlin to come by, so we could get our interview. And uh, there was a guy outside on this like it looked like a chopper motorcycle, but it was a bicycle. And he and he was putting his phone like in the center area so he could ride as we could drive the motorcycle or the the cycle or whatever. And they were joking like he's playing Pokemon Go right now. Yep. <laughs> like probably. probably. <laughs> like probably everybody on the earth is playing this game except for me. So. Yeah, I mean it's it's fun. You don't you don't have to love Pokemon to enjoy it. Um, you know, it, it's a decently made game. And it doesn't cost anything. Like, I had some Google Rewards credit that I used. Right. But, but, but you don't have to spend a... it. And it hasn't even mattered. Like, it's made no difference. Right. It's kind of like the, the Ghostbusters game. It's called Ghostbusters Slime City, by the way. Um, but basically, yeah, I mean, like, I haven't spent any money in the game. I've just been getting the, the card drops and stuff from doing the missions or whatever. But yeah. you can spend money if you wish, but you don't need to. Right. So, yeah, but, I mean, I've had a lot of fun with that. Um I know you've been playing your uh, Farmville Candy Crush, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, I'm playing Hearthstone right now. Okay. Nice. Um, after I, I, I did not do my Tavern Brawl this week. I might do that before I go to bed tonight, but maybe That's what not. I'm doing right now. It's interesting. Um, basically, what the uh, did you see what the Tavern Brawl is? No, I haven't even opened it. Um, the Tavern Brawl is basically... <sighs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. What? <laughs> You're like Cavern Bra. <laughs> the Tavern Bra. Cavern Bra. Um, Cavern Bra. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, but no, the Tavern Bra is like basically they give you the the number card for each uh, health mm-hmm. or whatever. The what is it? Mana? What the fuck? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. So you just draw on curve. Yeah, so you're drawing the number uh, up until I think... Yeah, that, that's called on curve, oh, by the way. Curve. Yeah, You know what I mean, though. I, I know exactly what you mean, yes. Um, but yeah, so that's basically what you're doing with this one. You choose your deck, blah, 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 that kind of thing. Nice. I like those. I like it when I don't have to build a deck for the Tavern Brawl, because it should be super casual. Well, no, you do have to build a deck. Oh, fuck. I don't want to do that. You have to build your deck... Um, for the brawl, but you're using your cards, so you you can 
you know, build whatever kind of deck you want to build. But it will go down the uh, down the line of it's giving you the... the yeah, if, on turn one, you're getting a one mana, turn yeah. two, two mana, so on and so forth, to ten. But uh, so far, this one's kind of kind of weird. This guy's not playing very well, so it's a really long game, and it's really driving me insane. Yeah. But yeah. I haven't played that in a while. I probably should at some point. I just, That's like, a fun game. I like to play during our podcast because... Um, when you seems... have nothing to say and something for you to do. Well, <laughs> and it's the only time I really have time to really play a game. Yeah, you're sitting there. You may as well. Yeah. It's kind of like why I like you know playing Overwatch after our after our podcast usually. So, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that's about all we've really been doing video games wise. Like mm-hmm. it's been kind of a weird week so far, especially because yeah. I've been getting I've been having later and later nights. Even though the volume has come down, it's like there's so much there was so much crap for us to do because. Um, my boss is Muslim, and the the end of Ramadan stuff happened this past week. So, like thir- Wednesday and Thursday, he was out of the the building. So it was like me, one other guy that that's been in there, and then the new guy. So it's kind of like we've been trying to like get all these different projects and shit done. So right, it's, it's been you know, it's not. I wouldn't say it's been tough, but it's just been difficult. And trying to get everything done in a reasonable time has been ridiculous. Right. But we still had, you know, we still managed to have some fun there. Nice. Especially talking about, like, you know, music and stuff with the guys there, because the ops manager for shipping is leaving to go on to the weekend shift, and we're getting a different ops manager. And the guy that, the manager that runs the shipping desk and everything is like, great, now I can finally play, like, you know, Ozzy's Boneyard and Octane a little bit more because the other guy didn't like foul language and I'm like, yay, adulting. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like the 80 station, I like the 90 station, I like Pop 2K every now and then, but it's like that gets old when you just have those three in rotation, you know. It gets old quick. Especially if they throw on the pulse because then I want to murder whoever put that shit on. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I don't want the best of today. Fuck today. <laughs> I want to go back to yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday was better. Can we go back there? <laughs> it's kind of like I usually say on the weekends after we have morning sex. It's like, can we go back to the sex part? Because that was the best part of my day. <laughs> yeah, because today was a little rough mm-hmm. after that. Well, that's the thing with the kiddo going back and forth between her, her dad and me. It's like... Yeah her dad and us it's just like a lot of deprogramming and a lot of like I want to do it this way and it's like well guess what you don't get your way (laughs) sorry I hate to break this to you that and she fights with Samantha all the time Uh, well she fights with Wednesday all the time sorry Samantha fights with Wednesday all the time Mm -hmm. because at her dad's house she's the only child she gets to do what she wants when she wants how she wants for now for now apparently Mm -hmm. she's pregnant but anyway we won't go there Mm -hmm. Um, so when she's at our house, after spending a week at her dad's house, or two weeks, it's like, now she's mad at whatever Wednesday does to mess up what she's doing. So, right. So then there's a lot of screaming and a lot of crying and blah, blah, blah. And then tomorrow she gets to go back to his house for 11 days, and it's going to be awesome when she comes back, because, yeah. Because yeah. more of that. Yeah, I'm hoping there's not so much of that, because I really do want to take them to go see the new Ghostbusters movie. 
yeah. so far has been getting pretty positive reviews. I mean, not necessarily like Grand Slam, it was awesome, but at least saying that it wasn't yeah, bad. Not, not a train wreck is good. Right, and it's like, I'm good with that. Like, as long as it was decent and entertaining, and like, I've seen some of the clips, like there was one I, sh- I was showing to Angela this morning that actually had me laughing because it was them getting their car. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, you know, well, we hope you you checked to see if there was a body inside, and they laughed, and she was like, I have no idea. They're like, what do you mean? You didn't check? And she was like, I was more worried that there was gas in the tank. <laughs> that was more important. <laughs> wow. And then the the one like quirky engineer chick is all is they're like you know I bet she's ha- I bet she'll check for the body she's into that kind of stuff and she was <laughs> like I, w- I can think of literally a thousand things to do with a body today. <laughs> she said a cadaver. A cadaver, yeah. She's like I can think of seven I can think of a million things to do with a cadaver today. And then you know she was like no if there's a body in the back we have to turn it in. She was like okay. <laughs> wow. I was like that won me over right there. That was great. That was hilarious. You have to see the clip. It's hilarious. Yeah, I'll go look it up. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, I started learning uh, the Borderlands 2 speed run, which takes about two hours. Like, you know, it'll probably take me three hours at least. Um, but I feel like that's a manageable amount of time. Like, I can stream for three hours. Um, and, uh, you know, I enjoy the Borderlands games a lot. Yeah, so, yeah. So that seemed like a, a pretty good start to speedrunning. And then the other game I'm interested in learning the speedrun for is actually Dishonored. Yeah. Um, it's one of the games that I absolutely loved playing the right way. And I was going to say it is basically just playing it the way that it's meant to be played with a few extra skips that you can just choose to not use and then call it a glitchless speedrun. I was going to say, if they're going to do a glitch or whatever, I read an article the other day about, like, you can pretty much bypass the assassination at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You the game, like, that's the speed run right there. Yeah, you can actually kill the assassin that is supposed to kill the queen or the empress. Right, and it's like, um, oh, there you go, game ending. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they, never... they did show that off, but, yeah. um, you know, they, they basically just show you, like, this is the quickest route to these places. And I was like, well, that's really fucking cool. Um, it actually looks like a lot of fun and I'm going to give it a try. I don't think I'm actually going to like seriously speed run it, but I am interested in trying out some of the tricks and stuff. Yeah. I do kind of want to go through that game because the sequel so far from what I've seen looks like even better. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah. So I would definitely like to see like how that's going to shape up. So, I mean, I, I like the idea of the game. I kind of like the idea that it's not, it has kind of a, like, Honestly, looking at it, like, I can kind of see where they borrowed some of the Wolfenstein, like, style, and then kind of tweaked it to be almost steampunky, so you kind of have that weird middle ground where it's like whale punk, right? everything runs on whale oil and all that kind of shit. So I, I, I like that aesthetic, but it's like, I just haven't really played the game much. Like, I played a little bit of it, like, when I first got it a while back on a sale, and I just haven't had a chance to go back and really like play all the way through. I probably should do that at some point, but it's one of those like literally I have hardly any time to do anything. Like like again, like this weekend it is a prime example. It was like Friday we went to that concert, 
last night we went to the con, you know, and then like tonight is like the only night we have free and we got to do the show. So it's like free time doesn't really, you know, especially now that it's summer because everybody wants to go out and do shit. So I don't have a whole lot of time to do anything. Like even during the day, I get a little bit of time to, to game and then it's like, all right, about 11 o'clock, it's like, okay, got to get, you know, lunch going for the girls or girl, depending upon who we have at the time. And then got to do some dishes and try to be somewhat productive, you know, try to be an adult today. You know, it's, you know, I don't get a whole lot of time to invest in games anymore. So, yeah, especially with like Overwatch, because I, I, you know, I could play that game solo, but I just prefer not to. I'd rather play the game with friends and, you know, the friends that we've made in the game. So, right. Um, yeah, I, I definitely want to play some more Overwatch. Um, I also, I forgot, I got into the uh, World of Warcraft Legion up or uh, beta test. Oh, cool. Um, so I, I tried a little bit of that out on Friday, and it's a lot of fun. I tried out the new Demon Hunter class. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really cool. It's reminiscent of, like, the Death Knight start zone, and you start out at, like, level 100. Yeah. Um, so it's it is a little bit weird. I I don't see myself wanting to go through it like eight times. Yeah. Um, but it is a neat addition, and I'll probably play it for a, a couple of months. Um, I just don't see myself playing it like you know, as a main game ever again. Um, so that was that was a pretty refreshing refreshing thing. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I'm just looking at my, my games list here to see if there's anything else I remembered. Um, I started a playthrough of Skyrim with Ashley, but she didn't really get into it too much, so I don't think we'll probably keep going with it. Yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. Like, I mean, there's enough there for anybody to get involved with that game. Like, I know Angela played it for a little while anyway. And well, there there is, but it's just, I, it's not really her kind of game. She prefers RPGs a little bit more, like traditional RPGs, turn-based. I was going to say more like Final Fantasy type, yeah. Yeah, she, she enjoys, like, um, you know, she's playing Final Fantasy X, and, um, you know, she likes... Fire Emblem or something. Yeah, she played some Fire Emblem and I think Golden Sun and, you know, a lot of the DS games like that. Right. Um, that's kind of her cup of tea. And then also, um, I did a Firefall podcast before we started this one. And it kind of died off because Firefall turned into a real shit show. Yeah. Uh, well, the guy that created it, who left the company... Yeah, I did see um, that, the Kickstarter post you posted. And yeah, like, he that succeeded... So he is, uh, he is working on getting that going, and it sounds like I'm actually going to be involved with the development of the game in some capacity. Cool. Yeah, so I, I'm pretty excited about that. You might have to resurrect your uh, Cabana Cast deal. <laughs> so, so it's going to be a new game entirely. It's not going to be called Firefall right. because he doesn't own the rights. So what I did was I actually came up with a new name, for a new podcast because the game is going to be called Ember. Uh, so I went and actually, I even went and bought the domain name because it was 99 cents and I didn't want anyone to steal it when I tweeted it out. Right. Uh, I'm going to be calling it the hot rocks podcast, nice. you know, like an Ember, even though all I'm thinking of is Friday the 13th part five or six or whatever it is. Jason takes Manhattan where he murders the guy with hot rocks. <laughs> you know, that, that works too. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was kind of cool, and I'm excited to see 
you know, what happens there. It's going to be obviously years before anything really is done. But the thing is, it's like you're in on the ground level, so it's like you'll get to follow everything, like, step by step till launch. Right. Or so. And you literally, know, like, help to guide it in a direction where it's like, this is the game that I want to play. Yeah. I'll, I'll contribute my opinion. <laughs> yeah. And that's the plan, is he wants to build a game that has the original, like, crafting uh, base. Right of Firefall and make it a really strong completely open world sandbox MMO that's based on exosuits and crafting and building better weapons and vehicles um, and team based you know resource gathering I think it's going to be awesome right yeah I mean I really like the way like I know you and I played the uh, beta for Firefall and I honestly, like, after the, it got into launch or whatever, like, I haven't even bothered to go back and play it. Yeah, I, I tried a few months ago, and it's yeah. just a complete and total fucking shit show. Right. Um, they, they tried to turn it into, like, a casual questing MMO game. Right. And that's not what it was supposed to be, so it's terrible, because everything's buggy, and they're trying to make the rules too rigid in a game that was intended to be open and kind of broken. Yeah, I mean, I can understand certain restrictions in an MMO sandbox game, but to limit it the way that they have, where they pretty much turn it into, like, I mean, outside of the aesthetic, they turned it basically into, like, a WoW clone. It's like, look, just because WoW was successful with the formula that they have does not mean it has to translate into every single MMO game ever made beyond that point. Yeah, I mean, basically what happened was they looked at the people that bought the company from Mark Kern, the guy who uh, created it, was one of the main creators, who also worked on the original World of Warcraft, Mm -hmm. StarCraft 2, and fucking Diablo 2. So he knows what the fuck he's doing. Mm -hmm. And they looked at, you know, successful games out there like World of Warcraft and said, let's just make the game as much like those as possible. And essentially, you know, took out all of the weird, quirky, cool, open world stuff mm-hmm. um, and said, let's make it a questing, you know, microtransaction based game and make it super simplified because people are lazy and don't want to figure things out. Mm-hmm. And what happened was the people that played it were like, oh, cool. So you literally took out all of the stuff that we were all doing and everybody that played quit Mm. and they were like well what the hell and now it's a dead game that's actually more buggy than it was when it was in its terrible broken state like it's literally unplayable right now yeah it completely did it it went full retard yeah it did it's like they they actually made it a hundred percent unplayable so kind of a bummer uh, yeah, because it was that, nice to at least be able to go back and look at my characters because I had so much stuff. Yeah. Um, and they even took out a bunch of that stuff because they were like, oh, well, this isn't in the game anymore. Why? <laughs> Why is my shit not in my game that I paid my money for, you know? Yeah, well, like, I mean, granted, I didn't pay for this stuff. Like, I got it through my podcast and through contests that I participated in. And, like, I watched all the streams and entered the raffles and won a bunch of stuff. But, again, like, even though you didn't pay, like, physical money, you wouldn't right. that effort. Yeah. Right, but there were a lot of people that 
did spend the money. That's even worse, yeah. Yeah, so that's got to be unbelievably frustrating. So, of course, everybody fucking quit. Like, all of the people that enjoyed it, you took everything out they enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Why would they stay? Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, I love the game. I like the way it went. I mean... You know, I, I love the aesthetic of it because it was, you know, and it was interesting, especially like just the character like designs with the armors and things. Mm-hmm. That it was like it was right up my alley with it being kind of like similar to WoW, but it had that sci-fi aesthetic, which was right. like even cooler. And I like the idea of like you could participate in random like it's like uh, uh, Defiance. Yeah. You had like the random like huge mob encounters that you could participate in or you could just say fuck it and go do your mission, you know, you had the option. And that's what that's what I think MMOs really, really need at this point is the idea of like you don't have to go through these big giant raids. You can go do your, your basic missions if you want to solo, or you could participate in this if you want to. We're not gonna force you to do it one way or the other. Right. You know, and I like that idea because again, like I'm, a, I'm an old school like RPG like tabletop guy and it's like I like the idea of having options to be able to play my character the way that I want to instead yeah. of being like pigeonholed I mean granted in a PC game or even just a, a video game in general yeah there is a certain amount of pigeonholing that has to happen because it's not the same as like your imagination but again I still like to be able to have the option of like yeah I want to go for an engineer and I want to specialize in this branch and I want to do this regardless of whether that makes it like the best class to play the game as or whatever like I don't want to have to sit there and research a bunch of builds to figure out what the best solo build for me is so. well and the thing is like one of the the nail in the coffin for me with Firefall mm-hmm. they took out all of the subclasses Right. So you know how there was like the assault class and the fire cat class, right, 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 and the dreadnought. Yeah, they took all that out. Now it's just the assault class, and you can use whatever skills and weapons. The fuck? Yeah, they they literally took out a hundred percent of the grinding, what? and they completely removed the arsenal class. Are you fucking shitting me? Yeah, like how how bullshit is that? Like they literally just said. Oh well, we're just gonna remove like half of this game because it's too it's too much work for people. I mean, on one hand, I can kind of understand that, but on the other hand, that's one of the things that made the game unique. Is right. Because that's I, that was a main feature of the game. Right. With an arsenal class, like that was a support class. Yeah. So if you're gonna play it a little bit more like you know like an Overwatch type thing as an MMO. That's a class you want. You want somebody who's going to be there to be like, hey, I got all these weapons, I got armor, you know, let, let me support everybody else on my group or my team or my guild or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Right. You know, and, that, and that's something you need for a game like that. Whereas if you're going to remove half of that shit, well, then what's the fucking point? Yeah, why bother? Right. So, yeah, whatever. Fuck you, dicks who took over Firefall. <laughs> yeah, it, it fucking sucks, man. That game really had a lot of potential, but I'm excited because Mark's not going to let it die. Mm-hmm. He's going to resurrect it as something new. Right. And since he's the person that had the original vision, we know that he's going to nail the vision because it's literally his. He came up with it. Right. So, that's pretty cool anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's cool that he's going to kind of like 
trudge forward and not let this setback like define him. He's like, look, I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm going to make it even better than the thing that I was trying to do to begin with. You know, and like I'm actually going to make it more of the thing I was trying to do begin with to begin with instead of just you know let you steamroll me like fuck you guys you know right. I appreciate that sort of like iconoclastic nature. So yeah, but yeah, I mean I don't know. The gaming, the games industry, and gaming in general is a very weird sort of thing right now. Like to an extent, it's almost going very Hollywood. To a point where, like, you know, you're getting, like, retreads of things and you're getting very lackluster sequels. And it's like, you guys are going the way of Hollywood. Like, let's not do that. You have the option to not do that. Let's not do that. So, I don't know. I mean, granted, I like sequels when they expand upon the stuff you've already known and loved. Like, Bethesda, I think, is probably one of the best, like, guys to point the finger at. Like, going, yeah, they're doing it right. You know, like, yeah, there's a... I mean, yeah, you probably don't like the idea of building settlements and shit in Fallout 4, but they give you the option. You don't have to do it. You know, you can set up a couple of turrets and be like, all right, fuck you guys, you're on your own, I'm going to go do my shit now, you know? Yeah. And they give you that option, which is what a game should be, like, give you options and not just pigeonhole you into doing, you know, an on-rails-by-the-book shooter or whatever. Like, that's part of the problem that Call of Duty has is, like, yeah, they figured out they have a winning formula, but then they completely ran that formula into the ground at the point where nobody wants to fucking deal with that shit anymore. They'd rather go back to, you know, the game that kind of spurred their love for it, which was the, which was Modern Warfare, which, you know, gave you a whole bunch of new options. It wasn't set in World War Two. I mean, that's why I think Battlefield, you know, 1, going back to World War One, is nice because you don't have a lot of games that focus on World War One at all. The last game I played like that that focused on that war was Red, uh, was Red Baron 3D, and that was, like, fucking 20 years ago now, yeah. <laughs> you know? Because I like, I like the whole biplane Red Baron, you know, like, I love that aspect of that war, and I like playing that, and that is an option to play in the new Battlefield, which is cool, and it looks amazing. I know my PC probably won't handle it when it comes out, but still, I'm interested, you know. Yeah. Um, I watched about an hour of Battlefield 1, um, Beta or Alpha or whatever they're calling it today. Yeah. Um, JP was playing and I watched him and it was, it looks like a lot of fun. It it actually genuinely looks different and not in like the battlefront kind of, you know, different, but like, it just seemed like a little bit slower pace, like not a ton, just a little. Um, and it seemed to have a different enough weapon set and flow that I'm interested in trying it out. Whereas like Battlefield 4 and Hardline, Mm -hmm. it was just literally more of the same. Yeah, and that's the thing because like, for one, you know, a lot of the younger kids that play these games don't have a fucking clue what World War I was even about. So, again, this is something that's going to give, you know, a clue to like, here, here's how the war went, you know. I mean, granted... You know, I know not a lot of people, I know, like, Angela's really not a big fan of wars in general. But in general, yeah, but I mean, you know, I like the idea of being able to play in that war because it's so far removed from our current state to an extent that it's like the weapons are different, things like you said are much slower. I mean, one of the big things between aerial combat and tanks that were new 
to the First World War, you know, are going to become, you know, interesting because tanks worked a whole lot different than they do now. I mean, the only thing that I can point to as an example of a World War One tank would be from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Those tanks they were cruising around in were World War One era tanks. So, you know, again, they're going to move different. They're going to act different. They're not going to turn on a dime like an Abrams would now. You know, they were very rudimentary, but they worked because nobody saw that shit coming. So, you know, as long as they keep to that sort of aesthetic, I mean, that's the whole thing about warfare is that every country or every nation or whatever that's, you know, participated in a war has always been more prepared to fight the war previous, the last war, you know. So the idea of, like, World War One, I, I mean, everybody at that point was still fighting in, like, you know, the typical, like, box, you know, Revolutionary War style. You know, World War One brought in, you know, trench warfare and tanks and, you know, chemical warfare with mustard gas and everything else. So those were all new concepts on the battlefield at the time. Nobody really necessarily knew how to deal with them, and they were kind of slowly catching up. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how people handle it versus playing, like, a World War Two or even a, a modern warfare game. So... That's just my two cents on that, anyway. But yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, it's it looks interesting, and the uh, the graphics look good, but they look a little bit less uh, processor intensive, right? Which is good um, because more people will be able to play it, and it'll still look great. Right. Um, it'll still have some of the mechanics from previous battlefield games at any battlefield. Yeah, I mean, it's still just a battlefield ass battlefield game. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I did see that I didn't like was towards the end of the game, it got to the point where, like, almost everybody was just in a tank. Right. And, like, if you weren't in a tank, you were just getting sniped by tanks. Right. And it just it didn't look that fun towards the end. So I'm hoping that they're either going to, like, you know, tone down the number of vehicles or at least give us a mode where there's only, like, so many or even none. Right. Which they, they always have in the past, so I'm sure they will. Yeah, and so far from what I've seen, that's kind of the the deal they're going with. It's like, you know, I I was watching somebody do a playthrough of the Alpha where they were just, like, sniping. And, like, even then, the sniping was a lot more, like, intensive as far as, like, being able to line up shots. Because you didn't necessarily have scopes. You didn't have, like, all this extra shit. You know, you had to have a gun and you had to have a good eye, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm really curious to see what they do. Um, actually, I'm reminded, I'm hoping the Gwent beta comes out pretty soon, because I would like to check that out. I registered for it, so... Right. Witcher, which, granted, I haven't really played enough Witcher to really know what Gwent is, but, I mean, hey, it's worth a shot, you know? Yeah. Um, I still haven't picked up Witcher. I, I do want to play that, and I, I think it'll probably be around Christmas time I actually sit down and play that. Yeah, I've got all of the Witcher games up to three. I don't have, like, the expansion packs for it, but I got, like, the initial game. I've played, like, a few... I, I wanted to go through and play the entire series, even though it's not necessary, but I'm one of those completionists that wants to see the progression. The first game I didn't like because I don't like that isometric camera and I don't like the idea of having to switch between battle stances every five minutes depending upon what enemy I'm fighting at the time. That's too much, like, turn-based bullshit I don't want to deal with. You know, I'd rather just be able to go in and, like, fuck people up, you know? 
which I think that's what Witcher Three seems to be doing. But I haven't had a chance to really get in, you know, like really get in, you know, balls deep into it to figure out. So, yeah. But that's just uh, my two cents on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. By the way, I didn't really mention um, the drink. Uh, kind of going back into alcohol here, the drink that uh, Caitlin met, made for us. It's kind of a unique concoction because she took the Evan Williams peach whiskey and there is a ginger ale drink that apparently you can only get in Kentucky because she's originally from Kentucky. Um, yeah, I, I actually know what that drink is. We used to always get it when we went down there to go camping. Right, the Ale 8. and uh, Yeah, Ale 80. Was it Ale 81 or Ale 87? Something like that. I think it was 81 that she had at the time, but she made that drink for us, which... Like you were saying, Angela, it's bad because it doesn't taste like alcohol, so you it could get drunk not. from fucking. Yeah, you get <laughs> retarded. Yes. Yeah. We and only had amazing. one. Yeah, we only had one, and I'm sitting here going, like, man, I want to hang out up here. Forget the con. I want to hang out up here and drink. <laughs> yeah. But still, I mean, it was cool that she did that for us, and it was definitely worth the uh, worth the the uh, interview and everything else. But granted, the interview was great too, and she's awesome. Everybody there is awesome. Apparently, like the person she's rooming with or whatever is a fellow podcaster as well. I didn't quite get what podcast uh, he does, but uh, he was one of their martial arts demonstrators at the convention because they do have like a martial arts demonstration apparently like every convention. And this one was actually focused on just fighting between like how it's depicted in comic books and film. You know, right? Which is a very great concept because, like I even mentioned during the interview, which you've heard, um, like one of the things I can I can kind of see why is because like I watched the the uh, uh, behind the scenes like documentary with James Obar who wrote uh, who wrote and drew the Crow comic book, the original Crow comic book, and he was inspired by like Iggy Pop and his like shirtless, you know punk rock performances and his anatomy like just the way his his chest and everything looked like the rib muscles and everything else to draw the crow the way he did and it's like i can kind of see that because like if i'm gonna draw like a martial arts fight scene in a comic i want to have a good frame of reference i don't want it to look stupid or cheesy or whatever so i want to at least give it some sort of basis in reality and you know, I can kind of see where that would be an interesting depiction. And I can kind of, and like I've seen enough behind the scenes of films to know that like fights in real life do not go anywhere near as close to what fight scenes in movies look like. So I mean, UFC is probably the closest you're going to get to a true like fight in real life. You know. Yeah. So I mean, it's cool that they you know had a whole panel on that. I didn't end up getting to attend that, but I mean, I'm sure it was pretty informative. So. That was something else I forgot to mention earlier. But yes, the, the the drink she made for us was awesome. I mean, granted, like we were talking about ginger ales in general for mixed drinks, and it's like I'm not a big fan of Schweppes. I'm not a big fan of Verner's. I like Canada Dry if I'm going to drink ginger ale like straight up because I like that sweeter taste. But like I can see using Schweppes like for Tequila Sunrise or Verner's or something like that. That's a little less sweet because you're going to be mixing it anyway. So. You know, it's kind of like the reason why I don't like people that make uh, Jack and Cokes with Jack and Pepsi because Pepsi is much sweeter, so it completely changes the taste, whereas Coke is not sweet enough to be overpowering to the whiskey and everything else, so you get a good blend between the two. So, 
Interesting. That's the way I look at it anyway, because like Pepsi and Jack, you know, I mean, granted, it's a Jack and Coke or Jack and soda or whatever, but Pepsi is very, very sweet to me versus Coke, where it's just the right amount of sweet and the right amount of just, you know, carbonation or whatever to make it palatable to, to do mixed drinks with. So. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Um... Yeah, I was trying to think if I played anything else this week, but um, the only other gaming-related related thing I can think of right off the bat is uh, the Diablo season is coming to an end here um, in about two weeks. Ooh, better get so, boy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I actually have some work I need to do on it. I'm going to work on it a little bit this week. I have some stuff I didn't do to complete the seasonal uh, requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically completing a um, set dungeon, which is like you wear a set of gear and it gives you a challenge to complete, and they're really fucking hard. Right. Um, so I haven't completed one of those yet, and I need to do that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, just uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I don't really have anything else. I watched the Counter-Strike go... Uh, finals for the the championship, and that was really good. It was actually in uh, Cologne, Germany, I believe, and it was two American teams that got to the finals. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty fucking cool to see because that's an extreme rarity in uh, in esports. Typically, it's Asian teams and European teams. Um, rarely is it you know, one U.S. team, let alone both U.S. teams in the finals. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. It was a great match. Um, but, yeah, I mean, other than that, I don't think I really have anything else. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we're pretty much tapped out. We've talked about everything we needed to talk about, I think. So mm-hmm. other than your show coming up Friday, July 15th. Um, doors open at 830. Yep. Nice. So yes, Dan, put this out soon so people can hear. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll put it up tomorrow, actually. Cool. Yeah, Mitch. <laughs> yep. All right, uh, well. All right, you guys have an awesome week, and uh, we'll do this again next weekend. Yep, everybody take care. Peace out, homies. <laughs>